big double digits. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's episode ten. I feel like we should do something special for it. Oh, dude, know? confetti, strippers, <laughs> COVID. So it'll be virtual, of course. But <laughs> Zoom call. We're on a budget. Zoom call. <laughs> hey, everybody! Welcome back to another episode of. Hoser's panel. It's a milestone episode this week. We are on episode 10 and we are in color. We got the hosers in color tonight. The boys Love are it. here. Let's let's go to you first, Tay. Tay, one of my co-hosts. How you doing, Taylor? What's going on, Ty? Uh, it's lovely to see your mug on my computer screen. You as well, Mike. I'm stoked that we can see each other. This is going to be a fun episode. Uh-huh. I didn't even shave for it, but you know, I still think I think I look pretty good. Uh, how about you, yeah, Mike? How you doing, buddy? Good You're to see you. Hey, thanks for welcoming me into your home. It's uh, it's been a blast so far. I'm ready to get it going. <laughs> Dude, the boys in the in the colors too. Let's bring that one up. What are you wearing there? What are you wearing there, Mike? Oh, uh, reverse retro abs. Oh, the fresh one. Can't you bastard. Right loving on, right it, on. boys. Loving it. We're looking hot. I love it. It's so, uh, Epi Ten. Let's do this. Big, Epi big milestone. How are we kicking this off? Episode ten. Who's got the Who's got the first bomb? Okay, so uh, I mean, it has nothing to do with episode ten or anything like that. But uh, literally Monday night after uh, we finished recording, the longest hockey game in the world to ever be played ended. Oh yeah, that's right. Right, right. Yeah. Did you guys see it? It was two hundred and fifty-two hours. Of so I, it was math it was, ten and a half days. Do you know how I'm half uh, Where was I it? I have it here. Uh, fuck. Give me a second. No, I no, don't have no, all no, those details. No rush. Um, no rush. But man, there was 5,177 goals scored in this Ooh. game. Just yeah. bagged. Just- <laughs> yeah. So, like, obviously, obviously, it wasn't like the whole whole time through wasn't always the same players. Like, they subbed out and whatever. Because, yeah, it was literally 10 days straight. Uh, February 4th to the 14th. So, yeah, 10, 10 days. Good math, Mike. Hey, um, but uh, nuts, dude. Like, it's such an awesome, awesome idea. They raised, they, they did it for cancer, like the Cure for Cancer Foundation. Uh, they raised $1.84 million. Dude, uh, hell yeah. Span, which awesome. is great. Yeah, right? So, I, I wanted to bring it up, uh, throw it in for, first things first here on Epi 10. Uh, give those guys a shout out because that's a great. It's a great uh, cause for sure, and it's all over. It was all over Instagram, all over social media. So, um, kudos to them. Uh, yeah, just an awesome way to kick off uh, Epi Ten here with you boys. Yeah, just just looking at their website right now. Since two thousand and three, it's they're like their company or whatever is just called World's Longest Games. Yeah, uh, and they've they've raised five and a half million dollars. Can someone see where they where they do this? It's Canada. Yeah, Alberta. Yeah, I was told about this actually. Um, the old lady was telling me that they like do it every every uh, every year, like near where I think it's every year, and they try to beat yep. the record or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, apparently this year, like she was seeing on her, on Instagram that there was just like they were breaking pucks like crazy, like it was so cold that they were just like shattering or getting stepped on, and like I don't think I can't say I've seen that very often. I saw some pictures; it was kind of crazy. Like I don't think I've ever seen them like break like that. No. That's but yeah, funny. I guess just being out there that long. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, like freezing cold. Yeah, yeah, I was just getting all wet, but yeah, I don't know. I was like, I've never seen a puck break like that. And I had been hearing about it for a couple of days, so pretty cool news. Well, yeah, and you think about it, like they played straight through the night too, right? So it probably got down to like 
fuck, yeah. minus 15, oh, minus so 20, cold. minus 30. Like, yeah, it would be freezing. So The night shift? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Go get him, Larry. <laughs> Larry's yeah. just got like a Mickey, go. a fireball. He's like, let's go, boy. <laughs> Call out all the beer league guys to play the night shift because that's what we need to. <laughs> Yeah. MPR, MPR, the only bar that's open from COVID with their masks on. And just like, yeah. Graveyard Gus awesome. comes in for the for the final I, day. I guess that's another part of the reason why there was five thousand goals, eh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The goalies were shitting. Guys after just day lying one. down in the. Night. <laughs> they got the they got the mill house. They got them like tied up in all the yeah. corners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Oh, man, I'm sure. I'm sure by the end of it, uh, they would be towards that that uh, desperate because yeah. I wonder, I, I don't know the actual score of the game, but I wonder how close it was. I'm curious. Like, 5,177 goals. Like, what was the difference? Was yeah. it, like, 1,000 yeah, right? goals? Or was it, like, pretty damn close? Yeah, be interesting. Guys play the first couple of days, they go up, like, 200. So, like, okay, you're playing on the other team for the last six days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you exactly. Even it out. Comeback time. All right. Um, biggest hockey news this week? What is it? Uh, Crosby's thousandth. That's probably the biggest one. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Nailed it. That was so fun. That was a good time. Yeah. Um, so want to break that down? What was with? What was exactly was with them all lacing their skates? <laughs> we touched on it like I think last week or the week before, but superstition. So oh, right. every That's just the way he does it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So every game he warms up. He like gets dressed the same way. He warms up the same way. He does like everything the exact same. He tells the same story this like every day, um, before the game. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> as soon as he goes down to tie his skates, all of the players on the Penguins to like commemorate that it's his like one thousand skate one thousand one thousandth game. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, yeah, they all go down and tie the skate at the same time. It's pretty great. No, no, I look good. I kind of figured. I didn't know it was the same time he did it. That makes it a little, a little nicer too. But yeah, you definitely yeah, was, look good. I saw the video. Good video. He was he was cracking up. It was funny. Man, what a career, man. What a, career. what a what a thousand uh, what a first thousand games, eh? Yeah, especially like where he was a few years ago, or like maybe yeah. like hundred percent four years ago, five years ago now. Yeah, like just with all those concussions and everything, it's. I yeah. he probably he probably had doubts he was getting to a thousand so. Oh man, I'll never forget that first goal on that poor fucking New York Islanders backup goalie. Who blasts around two defenders to score as a goal like fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember them being like, What'd you say after the goal? And he's like, I just hope no one can read lips, but <laughs> yeah. but I was pretty yeah. excited. Like and yeah, he's such a genuine guy. I remember hearing a lot of people saying, um, especially the older guys, they're being like, Man, I hope he doesn't go the same way as Bobby Orr and just cut that cut that career so short on injuries. And totally. yeah, I remember being scared myself. Yeah, there was a time where, like, there was genuine interest in or concern about, like, whether or not he would, like, get a full-length career and, like, actually come back from, like, the injuries that he was on, right? Like, he was out for, like, a couple of years or, like, a long time, a couple of years in a row. Like, he'd come back for a short period of time and then he was out again. So, um, yeah, great to see him get his 1,000th game. That's great. Um yeah, just just so good for the game and so good for like such a, a franchise league league player. Like he, he is one of the best for sure uh, of mm-hmm. all time, and he'll go down as that for sure. Hall of Famer, absolutely. Um, another guy had a th- had his thousandth game this week. Uh, Travis Zajac quietly 
Quiet. Crazy. Travis Travis Zajac had a thousand games in the NHL. That's nuts. Uh, but good for him too. Uh, obviously not as uh, high highly talented as Sid, but like still to be in the league for a thousand games is such a such a an accomplishment. So. Correct me if I'm wrong, and maybe no one will remember. Do you remember who tied the game in the in 2010 USA Canada? Wasn't it him? Or am I wrong? Man, no idea. Tied the no game clue. to go to OT. He was like so much. There was empty net, man in front. I'm pretty sure it was him. Buried the rebound, and then I was gonna say the next next guy to score was was Crosby after a thousand games this week. Kind of cool. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm pretty sure. I might be wrong. Uh, yeah, like also for him, like getting all a thousand games with the same team that's such a big accomplishment oh so cool to do yeah and i mean i mean yeah a thousand games couple stanley cups not an easy career by any means injuries and whatnot along the way poor poor um poor lines around him yeah he's really made something of it man and they uh they gave him his rookie lap as well yeah no did they really yeah he went out first and he was the only guy only guy doing the first lap he did not expect it but that's yeah, really I funny. bet. That's a funny one to do. That's a <laughs> the bet a young guy came up with that. Oh, probably. <laughs> Yo, let's make him do the rookie lap. That's yeah. So funny. <laughs> like 10 Sid, like of all the team. people in the world, you think Sid would ever get rookie lapped again? Uh, Zajac, not, not Sid. Yeah, not Sid. Damn. Oh, oh, okay. There we go. I was like, it didn't make sense. Now it makes more yeah. sense. Uh, I was going to say there's like 35 rookies on that team this year, so. They were yeah. like, yeah, let's let's let him join the party. <laughs> uh, Zach Parise, twenty five seconds left. Was oh, the goal scorer? Fuck score. me, it was Parise from Jamie Damn. Langenbrunner and Pat D- Patty Kane. Oh, wow, I was off. He was on the team, I think. Yikes. Anyway, thousand <laughs> uh, <coughs> games. Nah, he's, uh, he's not on the roster. God damn it to hell. I'm, sorry, I'm trying. It was 11 years ago. Yeah, it was. That's why That's we fair. looked it up. That's why we. Your looked memory's it up. allowed to be bad from 11 years ago. Uh, boys, I got an apology to make oh, uh, good. to both of I... you, specifically Mike, because Mike, you gamble a little bit more than uh, Ty and I do. But I was I was looking at some hockey games earlier this week, and uh, I saw Flames Edmonton. Uh, Battle of Alberta, that's a good one. Uh, and I saw that Mike Smith was starting in net. And I was like, oh man, Hammer the Flames. Like, I messaged both of you guys. I was like, Hammer the Flames tonight, Mike Smith, he's, he's starting in net. And, uh, sorry to say, Ty, but the, the Flames put up a doozy of a week. Um, yeah. that game, that game wasn't so bad that, that I, I said Hammer. And then it was only 2-1 Edmonton, uh, followed up by a 7-1 loss, uh, to the Oilers the next night. So, uh yeah, I think I uh I jinxed the flames there, but my bad. But anyways, yeah, sorry for the for the bet loss. I think there's definitely something you can say about the Canadian division in that every night you don't get the same team. Yeah. I think you, I think I see that alone with every single team. They don't like totally. show up every single night. And I get it, like what team would that's a lot of hockey, the conditions are different. Um, the teams aren't the same, and it's a shorter season. So, like, I totally get it. There's a lot of yeah, a lot of different factors. But I've definitely noticed that. Like, I mean, they beat the Leafs three nothing tonight. That was the Leafs' fourth regulation loss this season. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, they yeah. handled them. So I'm. It's and they've had a shit week. Yeah, they looked terrible all week. But I mean, look, Ottawa can even show up a couple games in a row, like here or there. And so totally. and there's something to say about that because I don't think you can say that about every division. 
I don't think yeah. it's been the same way. Agreed, there, for sure. There's bounces back, but I don't see it the same way. Like Sometimes you watch a game and you're like, why do they look completely different? I don't think I say that about yeah. Boston or about Pittsburgh or about Colorado. I don't see that. Yeah, it's crazy because like, that whole division is based off offense, like mainly. So it's like whatever yeah. offense is going that game, it's like... Yeah, it's kind of like, it? yeah, can you keep up? You know? Yeah. Push the pace and see if they can match. I feel like that's been like the Flames' identity for like a while now, though, is like one game they look unreal and can like play against the best team in the league and like dominate the best team in the league, and then the next night they play the worst team in the league and are just absolute shit. They've also been a late-game team for so long that yeah. it's like if you get down earlier in the second heavy enough, like... I don't remember what year it was, but one year it was Tampa Bay, and they were playing someone in the playoffs. And I remember they were down this one game, at like, like five one. Might in Pittsburgh or something. It was, like, it was so long ago. It's like five one or something. I remember they like panned to the bench, and the players were just like, "Oh, just fucking." They look like they wanted to die, and they're all just like, they look dead to earth, and and um and and they look like they were out of it. And then they got like two or three goals, and it showed them like be right back in it. And um, yeah, I think that's important about the teams. Like, you just you can't be out of it. You can't. Yeah. Even if you're down a couple, like you got to be looking for the quick spark. And as soon as you're not, you're out. You're done. Like if you don't, if you stop playing, you just lying down. They're like they do that over games, but they also do that over seasons as well. Like every year, it seems like they miss the playoffs, make the playoffs, miss the playoffs, make the playoffs, miss the playoffs, yeah. make the playoffs. It's so all- their big guys are like go in one year, and then the next year they're not. Like Goudreau, he looks unreal to start this year. Last year, he was like nowhere to be found. So. It's very different than the East, though, like or the way that the Divs used to be. I mean, like the competition around the bubble around them is so much tighter and bigger than yeah. it is. It wait, it's way different. There's like yeah. three teams competing for a playoff spot on this side, and there's like seven teams in the mix on this side, like or six. It's kind of crazy. There's a good four or five down to the wire. It's like, oh, it could yeah. be any of these teams to like the last four games, and it's like that almost every year, and it's looking like that again in the Canadian Division so far. At the beginning the of the year, we thought we thought that Ottawa could squeak in because it was so close. So yeah, um, agreed. It's it's very very uh, closed off in in the Canadian division. Man, this <clears throat> week was like all milestones or uh, not milestones like anniversaries and stuff like that. We had uh, today actually Monday twenty second the one year anniversary of of David Ayers, Ebug, yeah. no Ebug taken taken down the Leafs. So on the on the the day that the Leafs gets get shut out today just uh nightmares thorn in the side yeah Yeah, nail in the coffin there uh and then the best hockey movie of all time happy gilmore turned 25 this week oh yeah that was big so uh, great videos by uh adam sandler shooter mcgavin uh great tweet by ben stiller as well taking care of taking care of the grandma that was funny Is truly like uh, by far, I would say like up there for one of the best hockey movies or hockey movie, hockey related movies ever. Um, obviously, happy. It's such a perfect mix. Yeah, it is. It it truly is. It, It like it shows you like what that culture is like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, it's it's It's, so good. The mix of cultures too, like yeah, and and they kind of are like they do get mixed. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, classic fucking. Movie. I feel I feel like uh, Christopher McDonald, the guy who plays Shooter McV- Shooter McGavin, like has he just got locked into that role and he's been in that role for twenty five years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he played it perfectly. <laughs> yeah, like he, has, yeah. Like he hasn't left. 
Yeah, Shooters it's tour. so true. Shit. Kick him off the tour, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many good ones, man. Yeah. Hey, Chubbs, you know that gator that got your got your hand? Well, I got his head. Falls <laughs> 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 up the window. <laughs> Fucking so good. <laughs> like, there's a million. Uh. Suck my white ass ball. And he's like in the background, <laughs> background just screaming. Any more of this? And he's just like beating up his county and he's off the tour. So funny. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I want to put that on. And I think she's on Netflix. Yeah. Next on the T, Lafferty Daniel and Gilmore <laughs> Happy. <laughs> uh, this caddy takes his gloves. Where do you think you're going with that dipshit? Like, takes them down <laughs> under caddy. Oh, I'm sorry. No, here you go. Just make sure I don't do anything stupid. <laughs> it's I his shot. It, okay, good luck, buddy. <laughs> Get out of the way. Were we on that one, dipshit? That turns to the guy. There's so many good ones, dude. I think one of my favorite things is the hobo. The yeah. hobo that like just keeps yeah. he's a funny actor too, but he just keeps like he's washing his underwear in the fucking ball thing. Like, <laughs> pulls out his fucking tidy whities and they're just nasty. Oh, that's a good movie. Oh, the su- last one, the subway cold cut combo. Yeah, <laughs> when he's like, this last thing I have commercial. is this nice juicy. And the next thing he's on TV, nice juicy cold cut <laughs> combo. I eat one every day so I can grow up big and strong. Some guy halfway down the green's like, hey, happy. Can you pass me one of those? He's like, four. Just like cranks one right in the guy's mouth. Talk about a hole in one. Like, dude, that movie's just in there forever. Love it. Fuck. Gotta watch that tonight. I'm... At first time, I was so impressed that like you had all these quotes, and then I realized because I can see you now that you're reading them off your screen. Not even. No, I got I got no. fucking I got YouTube videos on here. No, I no not even. No way, really. I'm just no, I'm just doing this to you're think. Just, I'm like, there's so many good quotes. Like, there's so many. Um, Grizzly Adams did have a beard, and then the guy, that guy who's just like, and just keeps like, who's just always in the crowd. And he's like, oh, he's shaking his head at them and shit. Like, Ben. Oh. Kudos to you that that's like that's so impressive because I like would never be able to come up. I've seen that movie a million times and I'd never be able to pull off like those lines like out out of the blue and you were just pulling them like I tried hard. Yeah, that was great. That 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 and Goon are ties to specialties for sure. Yeah, fair enough. I found out for like recently, like past two years, that um. That like uh, movie quotes are one, like one hilarious and like even if you don't really know them like and they're in the back of your head you can spark spark the neurons and the guy can remember it just by use of hand especially if you nail it and yeah, I've yeah. met a bunch some guys that like nonstop movie quote and when you get a bunch of them together it's like the funniest thing ever and like yeah so I started to be like it's kind of universal like even if even if I was traveling or something I like I had a dumb and dumber quote like mm, yeah soup du jour what's that it's our soup <laughs> of the day. Yeah, I'll have that. That sounds nice. Like, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Like, it's it's so fucking funny and universal. So yeah, they're good to yeah. have in the back pocket. Yeah, anyway. that's true. Anybody will laugh at it too. Anybody that's seen that movie will laugh at it. A hundred percent. Even if it's like one guy in a group, you can just get one guy, and you're like, ah, like you get the one boyfriend or something. <laughs> totally worth it. Worth it. Yeah, hundred <sighs> percent. Happy Gilmore. Good shit. <clears throat> good shit indeed. What else happened this week? Back, back to Earth here. What else yeah, happened? back to Earth. Back to <laughs> goal of the uh, week. Could we got McDavid or McDavid or McKinnon? McKinnon, yeah, little Mac Out, outdoors. Man, I think I think McKinnon's goal brought the best soundbite. That's for sure. 
McKinnon, nah, McKinnon cycling back in the zone. Devin Tays drops in the puck, and McKinnon's just wheeling all the way through. And first thing Petrangelo does, oh boy. Yeah. Is that what he oh, says? Uh oh, yeah. or something like that. Uh oh, or oh no, boy. No, it was oh boy. Oh boy. Is he mic'd up? Yeah, he's mic'd up. Yeah. Shut yeah, up. I haven't seen that. I tweeted oh. it. I tweeted it. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah, so Dude, good. Twitter is not my friend. I'm working on it. <laughs> just but a quick I, oh boy, and then he goes down and scores. Yeah. That's hilarious, hilarious man. You don't definitely, hear definitely the most entertaining goal of the week uh, because of that. Yeah, yeah because of that for sure. I think McDavid's was nicer though. The quick like full stride kick up to his kick up to himself, never looks at the net and just rips it in. I thought the reception oh. over the line was the nicest part. Yeah, definitely. But like the shot was nice too. But I just yeah, feel yeah. like he does those no look shots probably all day. All the damn time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, he's always got his yeah. Like if you if you don't see the reception of the pass and you just watch him like break into the zone, stop up and then like rip it, that's a classic McDavid goal. Like that's yeah. he scored like a million of those. But the reception of the pass makes that goal probably the nicest goal of the week. Um, man, Marner's goal was so fucking nice. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh my. He like God. he like got the puck on the half wall. Danced around a player, let the defenseman who like comes sliding at him and like tucks it like just under the bar, like short side. It was so nice. I was like, Oof. yeah. If McDavid like didn't take the pass the way that he did, I would say Marner's goal was nicer. But the reception of the pass was really nice. Uh, yeah, McDavid hit 500 points this week as well, which is oh, that's right crazy to think he's already reached that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like immediately to start the game, like, like right away, wasn't it to, uh, play RV? Pool, yeah. Pool party. Yeah. Pool party. Yeah. Just yeah, man, three, he, 369 games. Like, God damn. At he, what point in the season do we start taking the Edmonton and okay, well more than anything Toronto, but what point do you start taking like those hot players? Like I, I kind of, I still write off those teams. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't write them off. That's the wrong, wrong term, but I don't think they're going to go all the way. Like, you know what I mean? I find it hard to think that with everyone in the NHL. But, I mean, yeah. at a certain point, like, I got to admit, every week, Toronto makes me second guess. And, like, and like, make David a little, too. I don't know. Like, just the way... I don't know. I think, yeah. I think when teams hit them fresh, too, like, they're probably terrorizing this league at this point. Like, it's got to be... At this point, when you, gotta, when you see those teams next... Like, some goalies are having nightmares, for sure. Like, how do you not? Like, you got to face them so much. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how serious to take it. Yeah, right? You always, like, oh, it's like, ah, it's just a Canadian team. They're not, like, that great. But, like, I mean, one of these teams has to make the Final Four. Yeah, exactly. And, like, that's what I mean. They get the bump. And, yeah. And, and Matthews has a real team around him. Like, and everybody, especially the key, the core guys... Except like everyone's stepped stepping up their game. Like it, it's a team, it's a team thing going on there. It's hard to judge them in in this division, but but yeah, I don't know. Like especially them, they're really making me think. Like holy fuck, they do look fucking good. Like tight. Like their shit looks looks nice. So not letting in a lot either. Just a quick stat between McDavid and Crosby. Stock iPods. Uh, McDavid threw three hundred and sixty nine games, five hundred and one points. Crosby threw 369 games, 501 points. Nuts. Same numbers. The exact same numbers. That's crazy. Yeah. That is really... They... Yeah, that's nuts. That's nuts for sure. And people, people like, at the beginning of McDavid's career, 
we're saying that like he's he's gonna be better than Crosby. He's already better than Crosby, uh, and I mean, well, he looks incredible and definitely looks better than Sid does now. Sid's like fifteen years older than him, so kind of hard to compare. Um, I was looking at I don't know why, but I was looking at Wayne Gretzky's stats. I don't know if you guys have ever, like, actually looked at his point total or, like, looked at how quickly he scored his points. Yep. He scored 1,000 points in 424 games. Yeah. yeah. He had, I think he reached his 500th in, I don't even know what it was, 234 games. Yeah. Nuts. Like, fucking A. Nuts. Yeah, he was 23, got... 23 when he scored 1,000 points. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Like what the fuck? That's that's stupid. That's so. What was that? What was that one for? Like, is he the quickest guy to fifty goals? Thirty nine games or something? Thirty nine. Yeah. 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 That's fucked. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I had that to bring up. Anyways, so we suck it, McDavid. Like, fucking do better, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he had four Stanley Cups. So like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. And he was on the Oilers. So now what do you got? Yeah. Truly. <laughs> uh, Ty, I was gonna say like. Uh, I don't trust these Canadian teams. Like Mike, to your point, obviously one one team makes the final four, right? Um, because that's the way the divisions laid out this this year. But I don't trust any of them. And like the the team that could make the final four will probably be like a Calgary or a Winnipeg because Toronto and uh, Edmonton have proven to just not be consistent, not have like the winning culture, right? So uh, I could definitely I w- I would put money on Calgary or Winnipeg making it before Toronto or Edmonton. They could also play each other in the first round. Toronto yeah, finishes be... first, Edmonton finishes fourth. That would be something. That'd be fun. Well, that would be fun. That would be so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> God. How have the Canadians just out that quick? Just like Yeah. Bang bang. All right, see you next year. <laughs> um Oh, I guess I forgot about Montreal. Do you think like yeah. uh, uh, fuck at this point in the year like who who are the, the like four that make the playoffs? It's the teams the goalies that with goalies that are scoring at an alarming rate. Yeah. And like look at the how nonchalant Toronto puts up goals. Yeah. It's kind of fucked. Like it's not like it's not like McDavid. It's not like two guys doing it. It's not. Yeah. No, and, and that's, that's the biggest that's, difference. And that's I, what and you I think, need. And I think like everyone's been told to step up every year and they've They've some have succeeded, some have failed, but it's to the point where, like, as a unit, one, all the core guys, like I said, they're all getting better, and like, and two, the the people around them, like, uh, that's another place, kind of like, kind of like we said with Vegas on one of the previous podcasts, um, they'll shift guys around, no problem. You're not in the main five, but we'll see it, like, see you tomorrow if we don't, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, every day is a is you're on the line, kind of thing, and and like a lot of guys are young. We're only now seeing like these older vets coming in and it's seeming to work. Also something that I don't think we've seen to the way they're doing it now. Like they brought in Simmons, they brought in Joe, they brought in, is that it? They kind of brought in Muzzin. Like, you know what I mean? They brought in some yeah. older guys and like, and man, that helps their D out so much. I really yeah. think that. So I just think they've, I think they've evolved and it's hard. It's really hard to judge them when they're only playing in this, in this division. Cause like, I want to yeah. think that they're evolving in front of us, but it's just, you just don't, they're not consistent. You don't want to believe it. Like, I don't want to jump on the wagon and be wrong, but it's kind of hard to not jump on the wagon because they look good. 
Yeah, it's true. And, like, uh, with Edmonton, too, like, the majority of their players that they're mixing, mixing and matching into the top four. I mean, this year, I would say, like, their top six is a little bit better with, like, Nuge, McDavid, Pugliarby. Like, that, that's a solid line. Like, that's that you got a, a solid line of top six forwards. And then um, Dreisaitl, Cahoon, and, like, Yamamoto. Yamamoto, Dreisaitl, like, solid. But, like, Cahoon, I don't know. He hasn't really done much. But, like, for the last, like, four or five years, they've just been plugging and playing, like, these bottom six, like, top nine forwards that, like, really don't do any like Tyler Ennis like Tyler Ennis was put on waivers claimed by Edmonton and then all of a sudden he's playing on their top line with McDavid yeah obviously McDavid's a a perennial player and he's going to make any player like way better than they actually are um all you got to do is go to the net with your stick on the ice and you'll probably tap in like three four goals a game but yeah uh yeah it's it's just crazy the you see what happens you put Zach Cassian beside Connor McDavid he puts up 15 20 goals or whatever he did and now he's moved yeah. off the line he's not even in the lineup anymore because he realized okay he's garbage exactly man pat maroon is such a good example pat yeah. maroon played there for one year he scored i think he scored like 30 goals or like 25 goals and then <laughs> yeah. now he's like he's like a healthy scratch bottom line player a great player and like good to have grit but he is not a goal scorer like you can't put he's got no wheels whatsoever he just finds himself in the front of the net and he buries when mcdavid's like all around the rest of the zone so yeah the, if if you like it's a shame that Edmonton decided to trade Taylor Hall when they did because if they hadn't and him McDavid and Nuge together those three would have been so fun to watch I yeah. think 27 goals in 81 games in 16-17 for Patty Maroon <laughs> yeah exactly right uh he is what was his career high before that <laughs> Uh, well, before that was 11. After that is 14. Uh, well, yeah. Also with the Oilers. Uh, nice. his, his four years, or three and a half years since leaving the Oilers, he's got 23 goals total. Yeah, exactly. Boom. Yeah. That's, uh... Yeah. Patty. Um, I did want to touch on a player on another, n- not a Canadian team, but a team that is uh, not doing very well. Um, okay. the, your Buffalo Sabres. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Just taking this, just taking this stab. You know, that was a great stab. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, let's uh, talk about Buffalo. I was thinking about them too this week and how wrong yeah. I was. Yo, what do you want? You start. Uh, Ty, don't worry about being wrong. Anybody anybody could have predicted them to be doing well. and like It's just a crapshoot with Buffalo. Every year they like improve their roster. Every year they look so much better. And then they come out and they're just dog poop. I so. think the biggest thing I was wrong about in my predictions, and like I've thought about it a bunch, obviously, but the biggest thing I think I was wrong about is the winning pedigree of all those other teams, and like how or like yeah, like they all they are winning teams, and like like how I talked about last podcast, how our Boston is never out of a game. Yeah. They always come back late, and and once they get to OT, if they can if they can tie it up and take it OT, like where do you think momentum is? Who do you think thinks they're gonna win? Like Boston does, like. They're great three on three, and and they're so resilient, and they've been together for so long. Their power plays are so good, and that's something that like just can't be undersold, can't be underestimated. And that's what I did. I I thought all these young hot rookies and these new guys coming together would just like get excited, but that wouldn't even. It's not enough. Like even if they are, it's yeah. you're facing like solid teams, and you're just not that. If these guys were together for five years, they might look like that. But you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I think they're really missing that. 
So yeah, I couldn't I couldn't have been more wrong, but I won't forget it. Yeah, well, and like to your point about these young rookies, like it, these guys are young, they're talented, they're skilled. There, it's a new wave of like how the game's played. So you're excited about them, right? Like you want to watch them, you want to see how they do. Um, like all the hype is like really about them. Guys like Patrice Bergeron on Boston, like he's been in the league for so many years. Uh, the excitement's kind of gone. You know what you're getting out of him every game, every mm-hmm. night. This guy is probably the most consistent scorer in the league, I would say. He's got 19 points in 16 games this year, quietly. Like, I, mm-hmm. I haven't, like, seen a highlight reel from him. I haven't seen, like, an unreal goal. He just is there, and he puts the puck in the net, or he dishes it to somebody who's going to put the puck in the net. And, um, yeah, and he's 35 years old. So, like, that's, I mean, no offense to Bergie, and I hope he goes on and plays the next, like, six, seven years, but, like, doesn't excite me as much as like this 19 20 21 uh even like Taylor Hall and Jack like like that's not it's not as exciting right well plus um, like e- even on paper like like you just yeah. said like it what does it sound like does it sound like he's going to have another good year next year like you got to think he's going to drop off at some point but yeah they're like they're one of those teams that like well, look at Chara like he dropped off a bit but he was still quite significant especially for his age and everything like way more than you'd think I yeah. think that's it's just like it's out of Boston. It's a part of having all those leaders and all and winning a lot and and they always drafted well or they seem to like always have good rookies coming in. Yeah, so yeah, it's like they're just it's kind of like Tampa. Like some teams have just been doing it right for such a long time. Like it adds up, and that's like I don't know, I don't know. I just think those two teams, New York and Buffalo, they just don't have that. It'll take it'll take some time for sure in that division yeah. especially. Yeah, the one year that Boston didn't draft well was 2015 when they had three straight picks in a row and totally <laughs> bombed on like the best draft in the last 18 years. Yeah, have we talked about who went after? I those think we three did. Didn't we go? Yeah, that? I'm pretty I'm sure. Pretty we sure did. we did. Yeah. I feel like, but I can't okay. remember. Rough. Rough. Yeah, rough look for sure. Um, the whole reason though, I brought up Buffalo and wanted to talk about them. Uh, obviously came back they were they were not playing games were postponed because of covid and all that jazz uh last week and they come back this week and they lost and they lost and they lost and they lost and rumors uh started coming floating around about um captain jack uh and potential trade Uh, no like obviously uh, okay, he's going to be traded. This is like the the offer, and like let's see what Buffalo does. Um, but I wanted to get your guys' thoughts. Like, if he is to be traded, like first of all, why? Why would they ever trade a player like that? Um, give me your opinions and your thoughts, and then also like where do you see him going? What do you think they they could get in return? Do you want to go on this, Mike? Yeah, sure. Um, uh, I mean, why they're trading him is probably for Jack Eichel. Yeah. Yeah. I would say it's just for him, honestly. Yeah, 100%. Um, like, like, obviously, it has to be they have to get something back for it that they want because they're not just going to give up on Jack Eichel for because, <laughs> oh, Jack Eichel wants to go somewhere, so we'll take a first and a C level prospect. Yeah. Um, but I think you're seeing it now a little bit in the leagues. Like, the star players are getting treated like they're, they're getting treated a bit better than, than just like a, a contract on a book kind of thing. Yeah. So I think that would be why, just to like help him get out of there. But man, where he's going is such a crapshoot. 
like who who doesn't want them right like that that's the that's the thing about it it's not like oh only six teams are kicking tires it's like every team will be kicking tires it's jack eichel yeah 100 yeah, percent. true like you might you might call them and be like okay hey, we want four firsts your top prospect another guy and then you hang up the phone but at least you kick tires yeah, 100%. yeah it'll that's be uh, it be interesting like you gotta think it's the same with like other guys around the league the teams that would benefit the most from him and the teams that are like closest to the cup will obviously want him the most yeah but they're usually also the teams closest to the cap and he's yeah. making 10 million and then you look at the teams at the bottom and say like, okay well, I don't want to give up all my futures for a guy that is just gonna we're gonna be in the same situation as Buffalo is right now yeah, anyways no. Has proved that he can't do anything to win because Buffalo hasn't won. Yeah, so it'll be like yeah. like um, I don't want to say Detroit because they have no cap room either, but like a Vancouver or something. Like Vancouver probably values their draft picks more. They also have no cap room, but <laughs> their kind of thing. Like a team in the bottom, say ten. Yeah. With looking, they could be on the upswing soon. Um, I don't know if you want to give up your top prospect, a couple firsts, a, another player, just to get a guy who's making ten million, and yeah. it kind of hurts your rebuild in that way. No, it's it's true, and like, it, there's there's not a ton of, like because of the, the the whole COVID thing and like everything going on, the cap space is limited. Like, yeah. no team has cap space at this point. Like, and if they do, it's like ten million max. Yeah. Um, so the ability to bring in a player who's worth that much is, is very slim. Um, and then, yeah, if you can, uh, you, A, either don't want to give up all of your, your futures, like you said, or B, um, don't like have enough pieces to bring Jack Eichel back. Right. Like Buffalo would say no. So. No, it makes sense, but I do think, like to add to Mike's point, and I think I touched on this in one of our previous pods, having these guys done everything else, everything else to, to like make this team work, and they've pretty much they've done it all around this guy. They've, I, to me, they've almost cleaned house and brought, and they yeah. brought in a lot too. Like they got rid of the management. They, I think they got rid of the coaches at some point, but the management, like they just changed out everyone. I think the coaches too, maybe like a year ago, right? Yeah. Was that that controversial thing? You know, he said something and then everyone got canned or something like that. Yeah, it was yeah, recently. Ralph Kruger, yeah, Ralph was, Kruger's only been there for a year. Yeah, and so that happened, and um, and before that, like they were bringing in Skinner and they were bringing in like, I know they drafted well. They got Darlene, they and I don't know. So it looked like they were surrounded with all these people. They got uh, oh the sniper Olsen, isn't it? Yeah. Vic, yep. Yeah. Yeah. They got him. They've been looking better every year, and like, and it looked like they were doing things like every. They were actively trying to help him, but I, I like, what do you? You don't want a disgruntled player, man. Like that'd be the worst, especially. Like nobody wants that scene, and like, there's got to be a point where you say like, "Okay, we can't help him," or like, "Yeah, like cut your loss." Like, how long has he been there? Since 2015, so this will be his yeah, six years, sixth year. Yeah. yeah. So like, I I don't know, man. Like, it's at a, at a certain point, you got to think about. Yeah, you gotta start thinking about the player. When you've tried that much, I think, and like, I don't know, like, what do you want? If you piss him off or you like depress the kid, you, you know, like, you don't wanna take his head out of hockey. And I don't know, yeah. I feel like I feel like that happens to people when they get stranded or stuck in these shitty places. Like, mm-hmm. man, you, you feel for him. Like, you felt for John Tavares. You feel for John, for Barzell right now. You feel for all these players. And like, like I, I feel for Eichel. I think they should move him. I think that's the next thing. Like, obviously, you need something huge, but you can't yeah. just get rid of him. He's, we know he's one of those players, but it's not working. 
And they've got a good team, too. Like, I don't even think it's that crazy to say that you could move him and bring in, like, and bring in people and actually have a deep team. Like, you know, go for depth over over that big first line or whatever. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't think their team's that bad anymore. <clears throat> they need um, they need a goalie, for sure. Like, their Absolutely. goaltending is Absolutely. just not fun to watch. Um, no. A, a lot of the talk that I've been hearing is, like, obviously a uh, big market team with a lot of assets, but is the Rangers like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but any, any of these like projected trade offers or whatever uh, are so like, they're not even close. Like it's, there's no way Buffalo says yes. Right. So it's, it's hilarious to see like fans of teams that would be getting Jack Eichel, their projected <laughs> offers. Yeah. like a lot of them like I saw a bunch about Canucks fans and it was like oh we'll just do like for Tannen Gaudet a, <laughs> a first and Ulevi and it's like yeah. you're giving them your garbage and it's Jack yeah, Eichel yeah. It, it's not it's not an NHL it's like 21 game it's not like no. each of these guys adds like 10% of the value so you just Paul add 10 George. of those you can't just sell your soul of fucking first round over, <laughs> first overalls for like 6 years and just get them yeah, still wouldn't be worth it. Seven firsts and five pick swaps. Okay, sounds good. Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, hey, I got Mike. Well, quick, quickly while we're talking oh. trade. Sorry. Um, Go ahead. Do you think this is going to be a really hot trade deadline? It's, I think it's it's one way no. or the other, but I no. think it, yeah. I think it's either dead silent or I think it'd be really busy. I think with added quarantine times, it'll be uh, – you, yep. you just lose it. I think – if you could scratch a- them early. You could scratch them and just be like, be like, "Hey, go into quarantine. We might trade you." Like, I don't know I if mean, you can do that. Why not? Like, I think they have to be seven days with their new squad in quarantine. But maybe seven, I don't know. Seven though. Seven days for US to US. Fourteen days if you're crossing the border. Yeah, they'll definitely. I, be you know like- what? Too. So, sorry. Some teams are getting postponed too. Like, how? Yeah. How do you know you're not like you're on a like COVID break? It's like, ah, oh, let's just let's move them. Like, we're not gonna play anyway. They're yeah, not gonna I miss any games. Those are two weeks for some teams. Pardon me, I'm done. Go ahead. No worries. It's been interesting because, like, yeah, the Line A Dubois trade was obviously huge, um, and then there was another bigger trade. I just so see, there wasn't. but there's just I, been like trades going on, right? Um, yeah. So like, teams aren't really afraid to trade. It doesn't look like, but uh, for rentals, I I feel like they might not be. Uh, too inclined because it's, they don't get the player like the next day or like that day even uh, in some cases I remember there was one trade where uh, Matt Duchesne to uh, Nashville they were literally in Nashville um, right and he just like kind of walked over to the locker room anyways but like yeah they're not going to get them that quickly and then as soon as you get them like the week or two weeks later uh, that's a week or two weeks that he's not been playing hockey so he's kind of kind of got to adjust um and then all of a sudden he's back into hockey and now he's got to learn a brand new system like that's like three four weeks where this player is not being used to his like capability and then mm-hmm. with the shortened season like you get him maybe at his peak just for playoffs and yeah. if you're if you're a team that's looking to like buy to to in- increase your odds of making playoffs like that's kind of scary yeah but if you're dumping a player for salary or something yeah. And a team will pick them up and like they just want them for the playoffs or something like that. Like I think there's so many special circumstances that I could see people, like people like people aren't even, aren't even getting picked up on pl- on waivers who are good players mm-hmm. because no one has the salary cap. Yeah. But then I makes that makes me think like 
and there's like there's there's so many weird circumstances that would never happen in a regular season that could be in effect this year. Like so many. Yeah. Like I just we just named like three, but I feel like I could, I could see it. I feel like if there is trades gonna happen, like the trade deadline's April twelfth. That's one like less than a month left in the season. I feel like if there's gonna be trades, it won't be like I think the actual deadline day will be slow. But I think if we're gonna see trades, it's gonna be in the last say ten days of March. Yeah. Cause then that kind of lines into what the normal trade deadline is. Usually it's like middle, like third ish week of February, I'm pretty sure, uh, which gives it about a month and a half left of season. So if we line up the, uh, the trade deadline to the end of the season, now it's about the end of March. So I think with like the added week off due to quarantine, I think like the last week and a half of March will be like the actual trade deadline kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that's when you see a lot of the guys go. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I could see it. Like teams making moves before, just so that they like have the player beforehand. Yeah, or, like, sooner. just yeah, just to, you 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 should know. Like if you're a top couple team in in your division, yeah. by that time you might as well start making the trades. Like, totally. how much is the value going to change if you get the guy for an extra five games? Like that's great. Teams aren't going to be like, oh, throw in an extra fourth because yeah, you're getting you get him for five more games. Yeah, it's going to help you make a playoff spot. Like no. Yeah. So I think, yeah, end of March could be times for the trades, but I think the actual deadline day is, is too late. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, I think I was, I'm more, I'm more after, like, do you think there'll be a lot of trades? I guess there won't be the deadline because the whole thing is different. But yeah. I just feel like, I feel like a lot of teams, like, for example, the Pittsburgh Penguins, like, you don't think they're looking at making, like, 10 trades right now? I bet they are. Like they yeah. just got the new GMs for and, and president of hockey operations, and and I mean Berkey makes big deals and he makes good deals and he makes deals everywhere he goes. So yeah. I imagine his brain's stirring right away and 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 there's just like and they've always done they, they have a tradition of like moving a couple things whenever they need to make. And I think there's a bunch of teams out there that aren't aren't hitting the bar they wanted. It's a weird season for everybody, but like I think the Flames are one of them. I I kind of thought. Um, the Avs were one of them. They had kind of the slower start, but they only really looked that bad. I think some teams might want to swap some players. Jets are a great example. Weird start, shitty start. They give it. They do a big swap kind of early, but I think it makes it easier that I don't know the season's short and and so if things aren't working, like hit the panic button. Like I don't think I think more teams will do that now because it's a shorter season and all these different variables. But that's kind of what I'm yeah. At. It's tough. Like I don't know. Like. Yeah, it's a shorter season, but is but, that any reason to like trade? Like the when I look at the Line A Dubois trade, for example, like if I'm Winnipeg, obviously Line A wanted out of there. He wasn't happy there. Whatever was going on, obviously Dubois wanted out of Columbus. Whatever. I don't know if it was the best idea. Like obviously now looking at how well Roslick's doing um, in Columbus and like. Yeah, just like the the talent that Line A is compared to Dubois. Like Dubois is good. Don't get me wrong. He looked great the other night. He had two goals and one assist in his like return back as a Jet. Mm-hmm. But he, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just like he. You kind of like I, that that trade to me is lopsided for sure. Like Columbus won that trade handedly, I think. Um, and but the only thing that's like gonna make it not. Uh, like a big Columbus win is if Line A doesn't like want to resign there, holds out, and like it's a big mess. But 
Like, there's no reason. It's a shortened season. It's a shitty season. COVID's a thing. There's no reason to hit the panic button. Like, wait it, wait it out a year. Like, relax. Keep hold on to your good players, uh, and then like tackle it next year when you got a full season to work with. That's my but, thought, anyways. But that's kind of like different, isn't it? Just because uh, like Pierre Luc Dubois isn't even gonna play. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you have to move that player because he's literally not gonna pick up a stick anymore. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He's not gonna totally. hit anybody because he doesn't want to be there. So it's like. That that that's a that's if I ever saw it. That's like not even, maybe not panic yeah. button, but you have to move that player. Uh, li- yeah, line A absolute win. Like, and it's a perfect it's the perfect option. Like, there wasn't a lot of options that made any sense. That was the closest. So I don't know. Yeah. I just think that's a great example. Like, if you saw like what if we saw Eichel just stop playing tomorrow? Like, you don't think he'd be moved in a week? I don't think it would happen. Yeah. But I just think like I don't think any of this shit's gonna happen. Like the the way the NHL is working right now and the way. Half this, like half this stuff goes down. I know I can just see trades happening. Yeah, I, I think no, it comes I, down to the end goal. Like I think once they get to the like it's once you get to the bubble, it's a whole new thing, right? Like half the teams that are making the playoffs are well ahead and they know they're in. There's like yeah. not many teams on the bubble, so like those teams that are ahead, fuck it. Like you need if you're gonna make a trade, make a team better. It's isn't it kind of easy to do? Like you don't want to shoot yourself yeah. in the foot, but man, get ahead, scratch the like I don't know. Like you, you could even I don't know. I just like. I think there's so much room to be creative and fit in these trades this year. Yeah, I think, like, it'll be weird because the good teams will obviously want to make a push for it. Say, okay, it's our year. Like, anything can happen. Like, we want to give it a go. And, like, the bad teams are okay, but we don't want to get rid of a lot of things because, you know, it's just a weird Mm -hmm. year. And that's why I think we're seeing a lot of coaches get off. Scott Free. Scott Free, yeah. Um, Because the owners and management and everything like that, they're just just letting them. This is just, it's just the year. There's yeah. so, so many circumstances it might not be the coach's fault and we'll, totally. we'll just we'll just bring it back next year and then like the, the top teams are just firing to, to win a cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, Ty, to your point though, like uh, I agree Dubois like had to be moved. Like there's no there's no ifs, ands, or buts there. Mm-hmm. Um, Line A didn't necessarily. No. Rosovic, but- yes, because he wasn't going to be signed. But yeah, but- Line A, like... I, yeah, I don't know. Man, you remember that interview though? Like, I'm here. Yeah. Like, come yeah, on, yeah. dude. You want? I do. I we don't want you here. Like, you clearly don't want to be here. Like, that's yeah. what that says to me. He scoffs at the reporter. Goes, well, I'm here, aren't I? Like, yeah. I don't know what you want me to say to that. It's like, well, Jesus Christ, like anything but that almost. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I just I don't know. I just think like you can, his, you can, his production you can in the game though like wasn't affected obviously. Because his first couple games, he looked great in Winnipeg. Not last season, though. Like, I mean, to start this season, he looked good. But we all knew he was probably going to get moved, right? Yeah. So he's got to show up if you want to go somewhere good. And he knew that. I think that's why he showed up. Oh, yeah. you're going to move yeah. me? Cheddar Bob's like, I don't know. Like, why, why not? <laughs> yeah. That's what I think. Let's well, make yeah. the rest of the league call you. Yeah. And, like, yeah. and like I know. Look at that point RB kid. Sorry. I, I cut you off. But, uh, like, in Edmonton, they put him with, with the McDavid, of course. But, like... He went from a guy who didn't look like he wanted to be there, didn't look like he was having fun, to a guy yeah. who looks like he's having a blast. Looks like, yeah. And like, and at first I was like, oh, there's, and even Sam Bennett. Sam Bennett starts like, oh, he's on the trade block. Like, boom, guys wheeling around like a crazy guy. Like, he plays a totally different game. Go ahead, Mike. Sorry. Uh oh, I was just gonna say I forgot where I was going, but now I got it. Um, it also might not have been a full fact of Winnipeg wanting to officially like move on from Line A. But more of a fact of okay, we can get like an elite second line ball. center. Yeah. yeah, we can get three for two. Like yeah, and it's he like want to be here. It's like we have we have really good wingers right now. Like Line A is kind of 
maybe ruffling a couple feathers and then she's like, okay, yeah. well, let's just, let's just get the room overall better and we can pick up this guy and really help our center depth that we really do not have. Yeah, Plus, yeah makes the, sense. The pressure's got to be on for teams like Toronto and, and uh, Edmonton and Winnipeg, right? Because it's the North Division year. Like, it's the year to, yeah. to whoop half the, half the div all the time. So, yeah, I don't know. Fair. I don't know. I'm just buzzing. I hope there's trades. I think that'd be exciting. Oh, it'd be great. Me too. Yeah. I need it. Yeah. Um, fellas, something big, big happened this morning uh, with a Russian player out of the New York, uh, Panarin. Um, obviously, there's uh, accusations about him uh, in 2011 where he maybe mistreated a, a woman. They literally said beat up a, a young 18-year-old girl in Russia in 2011. Um, I haven't read much more on that, but I do know that, like, he has spoken out about the Russian government a lot, and he's saying that, like, it's a fabricated story and they don't oh, yeah. get along or blah, blah, blah. I don't know, like, what you guys have heard or, or if you want to go into it, but uh, I just think he's, he's obviously he's taking a leave of absence now from the Rangers and, like, who knows when he's going to play that? next. But, yeah. I yeah, think, so... Yeah, it's... Obviously, it's murky water. Like, I don't want to say, oh, Panarin didn't do it uh, because yeah. I have no fucking idea. But just the way things get handled in Russia and the way, you, <laughs> like, things happen to people who oppose the government. Like, yeah. the the guy who's running against Putin or running, I don't know the words or anything, but he, he got, like, poisoned and they've had, like, multiple people, like, sleeper agents and stuff like that. Like, it's fucked. Yeah. Um, and, like, one, one kind of, like key moment or part of this story that i kind of latched onto a little bit is the person who came out about it was his old russian coach hmm. and like the actual victim has not come up about anything right yeah like i it just happened go. it just happened to line up for when panarin is kind of opposing everything going on and then it's like hey panarin fucking sucks it's like okay well yeah shocking yeah, yeah. it's a little it's a little long too like you said 2011 yeah that's yeah. a fucking long like oh is this just in you beat up an 18 year old like you, we never heard that for yeah. 10 from years. his coach and his, now you're yeah now yeah. you're gonna come out like you're, you're not even a good guy if you held that in for 10 <laughs> years you piece of shit yeah like, well thanks and, for having and the balls to come out about it now you fucking piece of garbage Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> 10 years ago he was i mean it doesn't make it any better don't hit women never, no of ever, course ever. but, but I mean, like he was that tell age. someone if you see like, it go ahead he was he was like 17 10 years ago or 18 10 years ago so it's not like yeah. he's beating up a minor as like an adult or yeah. like as like a 28 year old. Like, no, he was that age. They were the same weight ago. class. It was even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a skinny boy. It's Russia. It was MMA. They were in those. Yeah. It was just a match. You understand? Yeah. No, honestly. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But... Anyways. Yeah. I, I don't know. I wanted to bring it up quickly because it was big it's news this morning. Uh, it sucks, obviously, for the Rangers. They, uh, they need... Uh, they need a player like him. They got a player like him for a reason. They need a player like him to kind of do well. And, uh, yeah, Zubina Jed's been off to a rough start this year. And Laugh obviously hasn't been doing what they thought he'd be doing uh, in his first year. So um, to lose their, like, only consistent scorer this year is, is just tough on them. Who knows how long he's going to be out. Hopefully it's not too, too long. But I, I hope that's not long to deal with that. Yeah, yeah my yeah. gut instinct said this is all fake. But, I mean, but... if, if it is true, then... 
fuck Panarin, but like it's tough to say that on the record, eh? Cause yeah. You don't want you don't want to be. You, of course, you don't want to be wrong, but yeah, yeah. My gut kind of does the same thing. It's like I don't know. It'd be <laughs> different if it was three years ago or two years ago. But when you said yeah. ten, I was like, Agreed. man, that's hard. Or if, really... if, if it came out two years ago, it'd be different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, totally. three months ago. Yeah. Like if it just came out of the blue, it'd be okay. Yeah. There's at least some potential of this to be true, but it's just like yeah. everything that there's everything lining up is just so fishy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I I have written down. I said I want I want to believe him because uh like it's Russia and it's fucked and like they deal with shit like that and like I really like him as a player, but like it's Russia, so we have no idea. Like any this could be completely true or completely false. Um or like any gray area in between. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll just have to stay tuned and see see kind of what happens. Yeah, definitely. Hoping for the best. Hope he's all right. Hope it's all good. Hope I can see him back out there. Fucking boys need him. <laughs> yep. Uh, but we we were talking about it before, like how teams have cap problems and stuff like that. But um, I kind of just want to bring up there was a big name that hit waivers this week. Yeah, uh, from the Ducks. Adam Henrique was put on waivers, yeah, uh, and he was just just went straight through, cleared waivers. Uh, he has four years left at just Thank over you. five point eight million. Uh, too big, too big. I think I think it's yeah. the same kind of same kind of problem with the Eichel a bit. Um, yeah, it's he's kind of right in that area. If if he's getting picked up by a good team, he's not good enough to be a two C. Yeah, and then teams don't want to take on six million dollars for a three C. No, and on the bad teams, it's just like, what's the point of picking up Adam Henrique? You're just cap locking yourself to a two C, yeah. hopefully a three C by the time you're good again. Yeah, it's, I don't know, man. It's it's it's. Could you he's, see retained salaries happening though? Like, would that even help that much? It it would, but you can't do it on waivers, right? Yeah. All oh, right. Fuck. So they see, they can tra- like trade them, like, man. and for four years, like the most the Ducks can retain is is 50%, which makes them just under $3 million for the team picking up, which is good. Uh, but that means the Ducks are eating $3 million for four years, which they probably don't want to do. Yeah. There's only, there's only four teams right now in the league that have the cap space to claim them. Wow, gross. Well, he'd only be... Well, there you go. He'd only be about $2 million this year, right? Oh, because his his daily cap is only almost halfway done the season. I think they use prorated caps as well. Okay, so then there's eight teams yeah. that could claim them, but the eight teams are uh, the Detroit Red Wings, Los Angeles Kings, New Jersey Devils, Ottawa Senators, New York Rangers, Florida Panthers. Maybe that that potentially that would be the one. Yeah. Like, yeah, but their lineup looks good. Uh, Boston Bruins that might maybe, uh, and then like Nashville, and that's it. Everybody had, else is less dude, than Na- I want to talk about panic buttons. Let's talk about Nashville later. Holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. If he, if he had one year left, then like I could see it because then it's two million for a year, or maybe two years. That's like they can try and find six million in a year later. Yeah, totally. But man, four years. That's he's a perfect example though. That's of, a future of, of people that are like I. He, when I saw his name on waivers, I was like, oh shit! Like he'll probably go somewhere. And I saw he didn't. I looked at his contract. I was like, all right, like. It makes sense, but yeah, that's kind of what was one of the names that sparked my idea. I'm like, man, teams gotta move the cap. Like, teams gotta get ready for the off season and shit somehow. Even if this season's a write off, and it is for half these fucks. It's like I don't know. Yeah, he's 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 like the player that you can't really put him on any team to make it make any sense. No, 
the his his skill level is like almost there to be a two C, but then on like like I said on teams that are going for the cup, he really can't be a two C if they're actually going for the cup. No. Yeah. And then you're paying six million for three C, and it's a, just a bad contract. That. Yeah. He's one of those terrible contracts. He's too bad those, too, because yeah. he's a cool player. Like he'd be a great guy in your top nine for yeah, you know, top nine player in a lot of places, but yeah. Sucks. It's not like a, it's not a, it's not an absolutely horrible contract. Like he can, he's still a good player. That's what's just, so weird. <laughs> it's just like for teams that don't have him, trying to find a spot for him by adding that is not a good contract. Yeah, totally. Because they have to give up more than yeah. than his worth, and yeah, especially this year with like we said the the cap not changing and it being the flat cap and nobody having any cap space. It's just yeah. All right, uh, I think we've gone long enough without talking about this. Uh, amazing event put on by the NHL this week. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, outdoors, Lake Tahoe. I mean... Let me get some pictures going so I can jizz again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, God. get really excited. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the weather could not have been any better. Actually, it was too good uh, for the first game, but... Obviously, unique situation where the NHL was able to play outdoors without having to worry about any fans. So they put it on the side of a lake, which is awesome. Um, first game, Avs, Golden Knights could have gone a bit, could have got a bit smoother. But I mean, that's what happens when you start a game at noon. Like that's gonna happen. The sun's at full force. It's right above you. There's no cloud covering. I still, yeah. I, dude, it was worth it. It was worth it for the shots. Oh yeah, like, I got it in it. The game, I don't even man. Like when I saw the pictures of how good it looked in the sun with the mountains in the background and the water, like holy shit, man, that's a good looking hockey game. Like as soon as I saw it, I was like, I don't know if I'll ever see a, a more beautiful picture. Yeah, of like, like an NHL game. That's actually gorgeous. That yeah, beats it, any it, arena ever that they've done it in. Could you imagine playing that game and it's like? On top of that, you're making like 150 grand for the one game, but like, just yeah, that's so nice. The mountains, no, the lake, like everything. Telling telling your hometown kid, like boys, that you're gonna be doing this, and like seeing, like yeah, just seeing your buddy out there, any of that, like any connection to this, it's a, it's very special. You can tell as soon as you see it, and you can really tell it like, in the sun, is what is one thing. Like it's when you really yeah. see, and then they got down to the brass taxes when they turned the light when it got dark, but. But that's all right. Yeah, I know. It was beautiful, man. I hope we can do this again. They talked about doing it on... I heard one of the announcers saying something about Lake Louise one year. And I was like, man, wouldn't that be... Is that the one in Alberta? Yeah. Yeah, that's where they yeah. were trying to do it at the beginning of this year, but it obviously just fell through. Just fell through. Dude, uh-huh. could you imagine? Like, that, dude, these backdrops are, like, better than I anticipated. It's how you grow the game, right? You just Those pictures just go everywhere, and it's like, well, yeah. I'm going I'm to check this out. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine being like on the lake like on a jet ski or like in a boat on oh, the lake so and cool like, seeing all those yeah so it's awesome were they i didn't um, even think of that yeah there, yeah, was, there like, were a few there was like party boats and stuff like, wicked yeah just biz yeah such what? a good idea <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if you guys have ever had the chance to like skate outside um nope but yep 
yeah, one year, one year here in Bouchard Gardens. Never, never mind. It never, <laughs> <laughs> it never freezes here. Like in Victoria, we were saying last week, I think, like we yeah. never ever get snow, no, uh, or cold weather, so it freezes. But uh, is it Panama like, Flats like the only place ever? Yeah, so one, yeah. one year, uh, I think it was like my grade, our grade twelve year, Mike. Uh, it froze over and like there was a little section um that was like not where everybody else was skating we brought out a net and like played just like two on two shimmy nice. uh like yeah it was so fun it was the best ever and like just being outside and skating is is so fun so yeah we had a we had an actual like full practice out there like when i was uh, 13 or 14 maybe no way, really? On Panama? Yeah, on Panama, yeah. No way, that's yeah. wicked. Your coach organized that? Is that yeah. a blue? Yeah, the whole team. That's so cool. Yeah, it was that's awesome. Wicked. I, that's the one thing I wish we got here, like yeah. frozen rinks and able to, to skate outside. Yeah, honestly, like I see them on Instagram and Twitter and all this stuff all the time, and I'm like so jealous that like these guys can just pop out into their backyards and throw on a pair of skates and they're just right? skating. Like yeah, at any 100%. time of the day, I'm like, with such ease, like, it's just like, oh yeah, so it's, nice. it's just it's just frozen. It's like, well, yeah, what? No, 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 also, that doesn't work. It also makes me miss playing hockey. Yeah, yeah, dude. I, I think about how hard it was for me to get going in hockey, and I see like yeah, these kids just like walk out their front door in Winnipeg, got like a sheet on their lawn, just like for them, and they're like six or like dangling and just giving her. It's like yeah. holy shit. Go ahead, like, sir. Once COVID's over, I want to get back into to playing. Oh, for yeah, sure, dude. man. Like not having it, it's just like, oh, oh I just want to play it so much more now. Yeah, one day you yeah. won't have it, right? Like it's like it's, yeah. it's it irks me to think that I could play now. And, just and barely get up. Yeah, hundred percent. I was I, like, I grew up as a goalie, but I was saying uh, the other day to a couple guys, I was like, oh, like I want to come out as a player, start lighting it up, start scoring <laughs> some goals or something. Like I think that'd be so fun. So we should do it. We should all join a beer league team. Ty, can you skate? I get in. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. All right. Can you? Good let's en- do good it. Enough. Good enough. Good let's enough. do it. Let's let's join like the like the div div forty five. Like, yeah, like the, the <laughs> lowest one you can, and then like let's just rip it up. That'd be so fun. I'd be done. I'm in. Fuck yeah. I'm in, buddy. But well, yeah. let's make our own team. We'll make hosers panel hosers jerseys panel. and. Recruit that'd be, that'd be hilarious that i'd be so down for that'd be fun um uh, yeah crazy like coincidence so obviously after the first period of the avs vegas game the ice was so bad that places were melting so they ended up delaying the game about eight hours yeah uh, slight but, delay man that'd be slight, such that'd be such a hard delay. delay as a player so bad beauty and no fans though like you can do that yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is the one nice thing about not having fans. You don't have to worry about ticket payers or anything like that. Like, let's, let's delay it mm, 20 minutes. It's like, <laughs> no, dog. Like, talking half a day. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, crazy thing. Like, so Sam Gerrard scored in the first period to make it one nothing, uh, And then Alec Martinez scored exactly nine hours later to, yeah. the, to the second. That's crazy. Nine it, it, hours, that, zero minutes, like the... zero seconds longest longest time between goals in a game oh it's gotta be yeah i think that's what i saw it's pretty awesome though yeah it was such a good game and i mean yeah like ty was saying the views they i mean they couldn't they could, yeah they could not have been beat uh-huh. um, yeah morning afternoon between uh, boston and philly and then obviously under the lights 
yeah. again with Vegas, and yeah, it's just so many pic- picturesque moments. And if you told me it would look better without fans, I would not believe you. I wouldn't. But that looked way better. Like Apparently, it looked unreal. Yeah. And I'm sure there was some people there, but I think I saw some bleachers. No. Yeah, there was like there was like like four rows in the corner. Yeah. I think just for like for family members that got to experience everything yeah. with them. And, right. Yeah. Uh, but apparently they've they've started discussing about doing it again in later seasons, like even without oh, fans. Yeah, I hope so, man. I like hope they just so. kind of chuck out a couple games where there's no fans, but they get to do that picturesque, yeah, scenic but, moments. And I think but make the production really something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do, I, why not? I I, do, I don't know. I guess they wouldn't really do a band, but I was like, fuck, they could even fly a stupid band out. <laughs> Just do a show in the middle, bed. like <laughs> yeah, you know, it's some Canadian one. No one really cares about like metric yeah. or something. <laughs> Shout out metric, love you, dude. Huge fan, huge fan. Sideline. Um, I I saw a tweet and it was like, uh, we should get like a barge in the middle of the in the middle of the lake next time. That's the only way it'll be. That you get the that'd get the rink awesome, on the barge yeah. and you can play the game. I was like, oh, that'd be nuts. <laughs> No way, that, no way that's possible, though. I'm sure well, it's possible, but I don't think it would ever happen. What you do is you have Boston and Montreal play, and they start in Boston on the barge, and the barge takes them to Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> what a great idea. And they play a home-and-home. Home, they, they, they play a no series, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> play yeah one, go on there for... one on neutral waters <laughs> and one over there. Go out there for... Three periods, go sit in the locker room for like an hour, change change their jerseys, all that, and then go out there for the second game. Yeah, beautiful. That's hilarious. Beautiful. Yeah. Or you play you play one game in Boston, then you play the second game on the barge to Montreal. You play the third one in Montreal. Boom, no travel because you're playing the game during the travel time, and you know, three <laughs> ga- three games and three nights. Hmm. What a great idea, Mike! Uh, you should pitch that to the league. I should. I'll just send them this clip. <laughs> Yeah, they'll, they'll see it. Oh, they'll, they'll hear it. They'll see it. We'll yeah, just, well, yeah, we'll just tag him on Instagram. <laughs> Gary Batman, yeah, friend, friend of the works. show. I booed that guy once. Um, <laughs> booed him multiple times. Couple times, yeah. Show Um But I think I think the best moment that came out of uh, the weekend was the NHL honored three frontline workers from Lake Tahoe and Lake Tahoe area, <laughs> and we got the best name of all time. Local firefighter and pandemic, or sorry, uh, pandemic. Local firefighter and paramedic, Dusty R. Gooch. Dusty R. Gooch. Dusty R. Gooch. <laughs> no way. Local legend. <laughs> Holy man. fuck, man. <laughs> Your last you name is Gooch. How do you get that Gooch? lucky? Your last name is Gooch. Your first name is Dusty. <laughs> why Why do you decide to name your child Dusty? Yeah. Why? Like, what's going on through your brain? Torture. Yeah. You hate your child. Dusty. It was a either, menace. It was either Dusty or Stinky. We just didn't know which one to do. So <laughs> thought it might as well be Dusty. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, the R is just there for good measure. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Or would you call him Big Nasty Cooter instead? Just make it easier. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> brutal, brutal moment, Dad. Brutal. But, but you uh, know, <laughs> thanks for uh, all the firefighting. Yeah, thanks Dusty, for the service, Dusty Argooch. <laughs> we do appreciate it. How do you even announce that? 
Was that like? Did they? Did, they, did like the guys calling the game say that? No. So they had like three guys just like in the snow, and there was <laughs> two guys and a girl, but I can't remember the other one's names because who cares? Who like, would? Yeah, who fucking yeah, would? Who would know? Um, and they're just like panda the, dusty gooch. Yeah, panda the first guy. The first guy's doing like the queen wave, and then like <laughs> the second one's like waving like this, and then it's just like dusty our gooch. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, it was. His, his uh, mom's probably like, his mom's probably like, let's call him Cameron. And the dad's like, no. Dusty. They're, they're going to remember him. <laughs> He's going to be Dusty Gooch. And to this day, we all remember Dusty or Gooch. <laughs> Do you think that's how you pronounce the last name? Is Gooch? Like, it's it's G O O. Is there an E on it or something? No. Gooche? No, nope. It's just. Has that word always meant the same thing? I don't know. Oh, that, Urban that Dictionary, like... that bitch. Well, I mean, it's not going to say, like, oh, back in 1970. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> oh, Jesus. Okay. You got a quick uh, one, though. Speaking yeah. of no crowds, uh, hot take, I bet you that that helps Toronto play games. Having no crowds. 100%. Yeah. Not even yeah. kidding. You Fair enough. Not even King's yeah, that's, you that's think not... all those you think all those young guns are thinking as much about missing shots and shit without eighteen thousand people there with bags on their heads because they're fucking dick fans. Yeah, like I don't know. Honestly, the pressure's got to be at least a little off. I think for sure. Yeah, yeah I would agree later, with you. Especially, I, I especially with you for sure. Especially in games of trailing, for sure. Like if they go but, down, yeah, one, like well, one but, nothing early, two nothing in the, in the first half or something like that. First half of the first. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be okay. Let's just get into it instead of like being booed off the ice for the for the first period. So, yeah, yeah like good. I think they look more in control. Like I, I don't know, they look like everything they do is nonchalant Toronto, and I think that has something to do with it. They're a really young team too, and they grew up with that. So I think to not have it is probably like it just helps you breathe. I bet. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and it helps the like the newer guys to acclimate a little bit easier, right? Like yeah. they're not like into the fire right away. I mean. None of the newer, I mean, I mean, maybe Joel Thornton, Wayne Simmons, like they've they've got off to like somewhat hot starts, right? Um, oh, I think they're playing so well. To, yeah, in comparison to other years where like the Leafs new new additions like don't do so hot. Or yeah, don't look compare so good, Joe so. and Marlowe's start. Marlo, yeah, totally. you're like, oh, I need some time, and Joe, you're like, holy shit, like snip snap, they're good. Yeah. Snip, the snap. confident, not stressed Joe Thornton in his snip, new snap, number. Snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, <laughs> snap. <laughs> you know what that does to a person? Oh, the office. Sorry, so good. Do you know what three vasectomies does to a person? Snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap. He says one more thing, but I can't remember. Uh Oh man, I'm gonna have to like read yeah, up on my movie and show quotes, quotes just to keep yeah. up with you guys. Just the like, ones that are near and dear to your heart. We'll know when you say it, but yeah, the ones that are just fucking funny, dude. dude I watched Forrest Gump today when I was waking up, nice. and there's so many fucking funny ones and good ones in that. We was <laughs> yeah. just like we was just like peas and carrots again. Like there's so many good ones. Life is like a box of chocolates. Stupid Classic. is as stupid does. There's so yeah. many fucking timeless ones. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen the movie Hot Rod? Oh, like once or twice. Oh, yeah, I have, but man, not it a is while. it is uh, like my favorite all time favorite movie. It's, it's so funny. Andy Samberg is like a legend. I I really enjoy his stuff. 
but it, for me that's the the most quotable movie like it's it's so funny and it's yeah. really like not not very well heard of so it has a recommend. lot of good ones cool beans man yeah cool beans for been sure. around forever yeah and i didn't even realize like before i watched that i knew what cool beans was but i had Same. no idea that's where it came from i probably said so. that like one of my like most popular sayings when i watched the movie i had no yeah. idea yeah totally cool what else we got oh we got tons um our boy friend of the podcast hopefully soon uh trevor zegris nice gets, gets the old call up you got the call playing tonight play tonight and is he on the sheet yeah he had no points tonight but i mean he got like five minutes of five on three time at the in the first period because arizona oh, yeah. kept taking penalties it looked good man he fed like i don't know, like two minutes into his ice time probably he fed was it rick and raquel back door i think uh, just an absolute laser of a pass back door, and uh, Kemper just sticks out the pad and robs him. But had some good his good good flashes, like his edges and his hands are just moving at four times the pace of any other any other duck. What number is he rocking? I can't remember what he nine. It's like it? oh no, it, he's not not right now. He's rocking like a forty something. Oh yeah, that's what I like. Forty six. Forty six. A big training camp number. Yeah. 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 Just uh, two shots. He played thirteen minutes. Plus one, decent. Yep. Plus decent one instantly. Start. Plus one on the Ducks. Not bad. Yeah, it's yeah. a fucking great night, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's a hoser's bump, then, hey? Because we were yeah. talking about him last week, and that's awesome. Yeah, yeah good, good for him. him. Well, I definitely deserved to call up, and I'm I'm glad they did it this season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, he had like eight points in seven games or something. Like he, there was no reason for him to be, to be the down minors. there. He had, he had four yeah. and a half, four and a half minutes of time on ice on the power play tonight. Yeah, yeah, dude, fucking dope. He's yeah, he's so fun to watch. Like you could, it was funny like watching their first period. He was on the power play for so long, and it was just like there were so many guys. Like just he just was trying to fire passes to to areas that players just were not ready. Like it's like a yeah. huge cross scene, like 80 kilometer an hour pass, and the guy just like didn't even have a stick on the ice <laughs> oh, yet. Oh, shit! Yeah. Oh! <laughs> handcuffs him, holy fuck. <laughs> it's like me. The guy's like trying to stand on his stick and like whizzes by him. Fuck! <laughs> Too funny. Yeah, he looked good. It'll be uh, shortly until he gets his first point, I'm assuming. Sweet. Hope she's a doozy. We'll be looking for that for sure. 46. As soon as it happens, it'll be out on our Twitter. That's for sure. Sweet. Yeah, Mike's Mike's a big Trevor Zegers guy, so big Zegers. At least three months, you know. Ever yeah. since I drafted him in our fantasy league, big Zegers <laughs> yeah. man. Fair enough. I got He's him for a fun life. To watch. I got yeah. him for life now, so we're good. <laughs> All right, uh, you got more Mike there? Uh, I do. Um, keep him flying. Keep depends him on where flying, we want to go. We can go. We can keep going news. We could do Hoser's big three. We can do Hoser's pick of the day. Let's do uh, Hoser's Pick of the Day. Let's get it out of there. Okay. Before we forget, because uh, we, you know, we, forgot, we almost forgot last week. Yeah, we don't want to throw anybody under the bus. But uh, there's no, not really anybody to throw under the bus because uh, nobody made the pick this week, right? Yeah. Right, Mike? <laughs> yeah, nobody got one this week except for me. Uh, I, got t- I, I got two right this week. Uh, not a big deal. And, yeah, not uh, a big deal at all. Time for Raheem. Raheem, look out, buddy. You got yeah. some competition now. Yeah, we told you, Raheem, we're coming for you, and boom, now we're tied. 
Yeah. So uh, yeah, me and me and Raheem still uh, tied first now, both at two correct. Nice. Well done. Oh, Fuck, man. I forgot to do one Not tonight. Yeah, so did I. Disappointed. Actually, that could be true. He might have got one tonight. I don't know. Sean, uh, how fucking funny would that be, Queen Lawrence? <laughs> yeah, that would be so good. Just make sure if you if you just if you just whammy us live. I don't think he did. I know his pick is wrong. Uh, yeah, Mike's he, so bitter about it. He's like, no, he's wrong. Yeah, no chance. <laughs> uh, no, he got it wrong, unfortunately. Ah, oh, dang it. But yeah, uh, who's this pick of the day? Join us on Twitter every day. Make a pick. Correctly pick the score, and uh, you win. It's that easy. Yeah. Just keep in touch. I mean, it's that easy, but the win- the leaders are two. So it's not, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's pro- not that easy. <laughs> it's not that we easy. We got prizes but- coming. There's games every day. Just log yeah. in. And Mike had a good before. week. That's all. Lucky yeah. week. Can Lucky week. To anyone. Yeah. Anybody can sign on. You make two picks, two in a row. Boom. Boom. You're Tied in. Tied for first. Anyways, yeah. yeah. No, it's fun. Fun can stuff. Can you pick two uh, in a day? No, one no. a day. One, oh, okay. one per day. Like, Shut the fuck up. Okay, I'm cool. I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even rattle. I was like, how many are you picking a day? What do you mean? Okay, never mind. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's fun stuff. Honestly, for me, like, it's it's great to just kind of have a, a look over all the matchups and, like, see who's playing who, uh, like, who I want to, like, kind of keep an eye on. And then, like, I, I usually I don't pick the Tampa games because, like, I'm watching them closely. Um so it allows me to kind of like be like, oh shit, like how did I do in this game when it's like an Arizona St. Louis game? Like I don't give a shit about Arizona or St. Louis, but like I care about the score now because I got Hoser's pick of the day. Yeah, it's kind of so. like betting with with no money, right? It just adds an yeah. extra interest yeah. into the game that totally. wasn't there before. Yeah, agreed. Pretty easy to win some free shit. Something to think about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was talking to think about here. <laughs> well put. There's enough free shit. Ah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> It's not that funny. <laughs> it's pretty. pretty <laughs> um, but big news coming out of New Jersey. Nico oh. Heischer, captain of the Nico Devils. Heischer. I, don't know how oh, I forgot song. about him. Yeah. Twelfth yeah. twelfth uh, captain in Devils history that has some some pretty big names in the in the list. So Yeah, dude. That that is one franchise where like uh, it's pretty pretty big honor to be the captain there. Yeah, after some some big names. So, but yeah, first first game back, just just yeah. gets given the C and yeah. No For a young kid. guy, man. Oh man, that must feel so good though. I want. I wonder yeah. if you. I doubt it. I don't know. It'd be interesting. I'm not too sure. No, I mean, there's no way to know. It's all speculation. But I don't he know. looked I pretty happy. Yeah. Oh, who wouldn't be, man? Like every kid's got a dream of it, especially that young. Like how old's he? Twenty. Twenty-two. Yeah, almost twenty-three. Yeah. Yeah, pretty fucking young, man. To get the C. Just uh, um, yeah, he signed. Is he the what? youngest captain in the NHL right now? Uh, he's must be. Gotta be, because anybody who yeah. had gotten it recently would have been like like anybody who got it that. Who's young. even the closest? Like, uh, it's probably close to like Eichel. He's gotta be. Yeah, he's, gotta be. He's, he's twenty fifteen. Um. Dylan Larkin was also a 2015 draft. No, he's 2014, so he's a year older. Uh, 13-13. Good old flag, no. Nico okay. Heischer. I was like, oh, Nico Heischer, but that's who <laughs> we're talking <Lake> about. Flag, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh him and then and then Eichel and and McDavid. I don't know who's older between the two of them. I think 
I think Eichel's an extra year, so I think it must be McDavid. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. your younger well, youngest captain. Yeah, good for him, man. That's awesome. He he deserves it too. He's such a such a raw talent and a good two two way player. Like really, just goes goes out on the ice and shows uh, like the rest of his team how to play. Like that 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 is the example example. Oh fuck, I don't know how to say that word. Get it out. The example player that you want. It, ah, fuck, I don't even. I can't remember how to say it. Example. Bull- Ugh, fuck, I know. It's gone. Hold on, I gotta look it up. Dude, I have no idea. I was gonna say exemplary, but I'm pretty sure that's an exception. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's what I was going for. But, yeah. my life. Exempt. Uh, no, exempt Yeah, is... no, you're right. I think it's no, good. Exempt for... is backwards. Exempt fuck. is something that... I don't know. He's a role model player. I think, that, yeah. Modelly. I that's what I came up with. He's a. <laughs> Who knows? None of this is getting cut. Just yeah, keep it there. Ex- no, okay, okay, I was right. Exemplary. Exemplary. Yeah. Exemplary, yes. <laughs> it's we, we all know like, what you mean. Desirable, desirable yeah. model. Representing the best of its kind. Fuck. As soon as See, I read I this... Bang on, I just couldn't fucking pronounce it. This video, this, feed, news, this video feed is three exemplaries. Three desirable <laughs> models. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, what do you say? Yikes! Anywho, uh, it's great. It's great for. It's just great for the Devils. Like I, I mean, there's not a ton to be stoked about on that team. So, and it's not even a really great time to be a fan. Like I don't know. You know what I mean? Like it's it's pretty tough time in that division right now for those guys. So except they're keeping in it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. they're keeping in it. Like more than anyone thought, certainly. But I mean, it's they, they're they, a prime they, example of like every night they're different right like every yeah. night you see a different team out of them especially because they're so young and new and i mean why wouldn't you highlight you know give the guys some, show them what you're fighting for almost like if you're there and you want to be on the wagon like give that guy to see like you know him and you know jack like are showing up every night and want to do better and like their heart's in it they're new so yeah i don't know like but buff your buff your prime examples yeah, I love it. That COVID interruption probably hurt them, like especially the hot start they were on. And they were doing great, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. And yeah, now they've they've lost two in a row, but I mean both to Buffalo, I think. No, they lost to Washington last night. Okay, and the Buffalo before that. But yeah, it's uh, hopefully they can keep it up because yeah, they were they were fun to watch. Jack Hughes is obviously coming into his own already. And he's your back. That is huge too. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. They, I mean, they're not. They're definitely not out of it. Man, they had a great week this week. Yeah, the they just got Blackwood back too, didn't they? Yeah. Yep. They they beat the Rangers five two on Tuesday. The Rangers. And then they beat the Bruins three two on Thursday. And then they lost to the Caps uh, on Sunday, four three. No, they lost. They lost. Oh, to they the lost Saturday, Saturday to the Saturday to the Sabers, okay, and then. Yeah. Sunday to the cap. Uh, yeah, Sunday to the caps. Oh, so not bad. Fifty. Two and two. Fifty-fifty. Yeah. Yeah, they look good, man. Like they, the the game against the Bruins, they look really, really hot. So. I yeah, which they they've played them well. Like they, I remember their first two games of the season were against the uh, the Bruins, and they took. I think both games went to OT. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they were close. So yeah, they're definitely yep. I and mean, they're definitely not out of it. Like if they can, no. I mean, any team can go on. Like if any team gets a six-game win streak, that helps so much in this season. Yeah, like look at so the Kings true. right now. Kings have won five in a row. Like just that's what I super quietly. Yep. And now they're 
tied third in the division. That's what I mean. I just think I just think Hail Mary trades or like trades going for trades this season doesn't seem crazy at all to me. Just because if, if you can make a big difference, it doesn't take much. You just yep. need to be hot for a bit. Yeah, just Especially don't go down a, the wire. Just don't go on a crazy losing streak to knock yourself out and anything can happen in the last ten games to get you in. Yep, yeah, that's true. Uh we wanna get into Hoser's big three? Sure. Yep. Sure. Why not? Sure. We're starting. I'll do it. Die giver. I'm going. Okay, Okay, fucking Austin Matthews, boys. Come on. The guy is on fucking fire. He's absolutely leading the team. And he's, without a doubt, the most dangerous guy on the ice when they're playing. So, against anyone in the division. Uh, Maybe maybe McDavid, but Jesus, man. Especially right now, that guy looks so fucking lasered in. He score, it looks like he scores every night, and like usually it looks like he gets like so many like so many multi point games right now. Yeah, his line Nine, is seven, fucking scary. Seven goals, five assists for twelve points in four games this week. Yep, it's hard to Not believe bad. he's a plus two. Yeah, simple back to back four point games, two and two, and back to back nights. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a no brainer pick, Ty. I, I love it. Uh, thank you for praising the the. Uh, obvious this week because we didn't last week and we didn't the week before. Uh, it's time to kind of give these big boys the respect that they deserve. Definitely. You want me to go next? Yeah, sure. Someone go take for it. it. All right. Uh, Jonathan Huberto was my pick this week. Nice. Uh, not nice. only did he score seven points this week, but he had like highlight real goals. He had three goals this week. He had the OT winner and just an absolute cheddar bob in the same game. Yeah. Uh, with an un- unreal spinorama backhand pass. Man, to, it was uh, so nice. Who was that to? I can't remember. But just, like, yeah, just unreal. Every point he put up this week was just money. No no easy points this week for him. And Yeah, Jonathan Huberto, have, a, have yourself in a, a week. Not uh, not too shabby. Yeah, I, uh, I'm a F- Huberto fantasy owner. Uh, so watching that assist, I was, uh, quite happy. Still lost my matchup this week, but whatever. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. I am going to go with, uh, Winnipeg Jet, actually, uh, Mark Shifley. Nice. Uh, yeah. Four games played, four goals, four assists, uh, eight points, obviously. Man, uh, he is just Mr. Consistent. I love watching him play. He, out there every, every shift, he works hard. Um, battles for those pucks and it's good to see him rewarded you know he's been like a a, like high-end player regarded a high-end player uh, in the league for a long time so uh yeah solid week i want to acknowledge suck it mcdavid yeah sorry buddy five five points in 10 minutes nah yeah well it's hard he puts up five points games it's like man he didn't he had like a good week but like his week was one game and like a little bit of here and there yeah it's, it's, hard to, to mention, it's hard to like, rank that. What do you want to do? Like, do you, I mean, how many times do you want to pick him? He's an <laughs> right? easy pick. It's kind of like Matthews. Yeah. It's like they're an easy pick. You definitely got to keep your eye open for the other players that aren't on the first line or et cetera, et cetera, just to kind of having a good week. Yeah, it's like McDavid's like pick of the week is is not the same as somebody else in like a, a second line role. Like if a second line role got like nine points in four games, it's like, okay. Yeah, out of, yeah. that's out of nowhere. That's yeah. a wow. Yeah. 
McDavid's got to McDavid's got to get a hat trick three nights in a row for us to pick him. Yeah. McDavid's just slamming shit in his locker room right now, like that he's not in the Hoser's pick. <laughs> God damn it. And it's like, well, fucking wow us, McDavid, if you listen. Wow me then, huh? Jeez. How many times, if you could go end to end one more time, I'd give a shit, but I just fucking don't. McDavid. Just don't, yeah, just don't do it against the Flames, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Maybe if you didn't wipe my team fucking this week, like three times, twice, I'd, I'd be cool with you, but we're not cool. <laughs> You know what? He was like lighting my team up, and I was just like, "This is why I skipped you in fantasy, you dirty fuck." I was like, "This is exactly why I wouldn't pick you second overall because I wouldn't. I refuse to cheer for you fucking desecrating my team this many times a year." Anyway. Yeah, fair, fair enough, dude. Anyway, yeah, I see him going end to end in my nightmares, dude. Yeah, his fucking tapping Although- speed. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say you passed him and chose the bread man who is on a leave of absence in Russia. Yeah, I know. Literally the Tyler bump. (laughs) Yeah. So. (laughs) More of the story. uh, Draft Connor McDavid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He's available. Take him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck. It's all right. Next time, right, Ty? Probably not, though, right? I don't think I'll take him, no. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely would rather lose. Old habits die hard. Than cheer for that fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Who knows? Oilers have done it before. Maybe they'll trade him. Maybe they'll trade him to Calgary. I'll cheer for him one day. <laughs> they've, they've done just as stupid. I'm kind of going back to Edmonton for a quick second. I know we've touched on them, but... Ryan Nugent Hopkins is a UFA this week or this week this year. This week, holy shit! He's this, this week. He's <laughs> it's coming live, up boys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the market just goes at midnight. Just fucking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that is exciting. It's interesting because Montreal or Montreal. Jesus, I'm all over the board with wrong teams. <laughs> <laughs> the Oilers, they might not have the cap room to sign them. Yeah. So that'll be something to watch because definitely he is such a quiet player, like talented, yeah. puts up numbers, but like you don't hear about him because he's not Connor McDavid or Leon Dreisaitl. You think McDavid ever has like the talk with his teammates? Like, hey man, nah. I want you here. Like, take the pay cut. Like, you think that ever? Because it'd be it'd be really weird because it's like for the guy making like the most. He did take a pay cut, didn't he? The one million. Like, kind, didn't he go yeah. 1 million under max? I mean, that guy's a max contract. He is. <laughs> Come on, is there anyone yeah, that deserves it, a max it's, contract? It's so hard to, like... Well, because didn't Matthews get more than him? No. Or, like, the McDavid, same? McDavid's uh, the most. Matthews okay. is, uh, I think, McDavid's 11... 12.5. Mm. Yeah, Matthews, I think, is 11, 6, 3, 4 to line up his number. Sure. 34. Yeah. And 34. It's like, cool, you chucked in that. Cool way to get an extra three hundred and forty grand, I guess. Yeah. Or thirty-four grand. Yeah, thirty-four grand. Thirty-four. Yeah. But I um, mean, yeah. I don't. I don't think that he does have that conversation with his teammates. Like, uh, at the end of the day, well, it's hard to fuck. If you're Nuge, like. This guy comes to you and says, "Hey, you should take a pay cut to stay on the team." It's like, dude, you're making twelve and a half million. That's the only reason. That's the only thing I'm saying. Like, well, do like, I it's think a he business, should make though? Right? Yeah. Like, do you want to win or not? That's it. No. Or but Cindy Crosby came to you and was like, "Hey, 
Take yeah, but Crosby, McKinnon, McKinnon, That's Crosby, a better example. Crosby took a cut, right? He's taking a cut every year to be superstitious, yeah. like eight point yeah. seven. Like if McDavid cut himself down to like nine, and be like, "Yo, let's let's just yeah, like take nine, cuts." Nine point six. Seven. McDavid. Yeah, but like I don't 9. even know. Seven. Shit. The way Mc, the way McDavid came into the league, man. Like I can't even. I can't. I like that wouldn't make any sense to me. I would be. It just sounds fucked. To be that young on a team with literally nobody good on it too. When he signed that contract, they were like just fucked. They were still. Yeah, they're all, still not that great. They're still all over the place. Like you know what I mean? I would. A, I would. At a certain point, don't you take measures? And I think this is an easy one. Like, I would I mean, argue that. Yeah. A conversation from Drysidle is more impactful on a player because he's only making eight and a half this year, and arguably, like, not just as good as Connor, but like up there. It's a team decision, and Connor is the captain, though. And not to mention, he's the best player in the league. Like, I it's, don't think any, no one can go. Like, I don't. You can't turn around and go, yeah, I should take a pay cut, but like, you're not like, what? Like, you're not worth that because, like, I don't know. How do you tell McDavid he's not worth? Uh, oh, no, no, he sure. absolutely, no he absolutely is worth it. There's he absolutely no is worth it. But you can't ask players that are good that could go somewhere else and make like three million more a year to take six million because they, he wants to win. Well, it's COVID anyway. Like bet, bet on yourself and take the two year, take the two three year the low, and then they have something to work with. Or they gotta what sign you for everything they got and then like you're just stuck dancing around these like three four players without a fucking goalie like yeah they're in rough okay. shape tie tie okay <clears throat> say you're ryan Nugent hopkins and Connor mcdavid comes to you and says hey take a pay cut to stay here we want to win and we need you to win but the tampa bay lightning can offer you a million dollars more per year and want you long term and there's no state tax so you're going to move to tampa which is way fucking nicer than edmonton during covid go ahead i'm just saying go ahead i mean the lifestyle in tampa is way nicer than it is in edmonton it's all also, year round it's also a gong show right now but go ahead <laughs> you're going to make a million dollars more and you're probably still going to win potentially even more possibility of you winning than with Edmonton because, like we said in the earlier in the podcast, we don't trust Edmonton to win a cup. No, but this is th- like more things factor into this than just money and like I where think, you, ha- where I you mean, hang your hat. Yeah, I think if Tampa comes to you with a deal and it's worth more money, I think you have to take that. Yeah, agreed. I think it's I think it's the fact like Can say, Tampa. No, maybe no. not. But yeah, no, was that like, was um, like, it was just it was just an example. Can like, anyone? No one has any money though. Like if you go. If like Edmonton says we'll give you, I don't know what he's I don't know what he wants. Maybe he wants a two year. Maybe he wants a six year because he's twenty seven. Be so he I don't know if he wants a deal to end at at his thirty age. So he might be looking for like a five or six year deal. But say the Oilers come up to him and say, we'll give you five years at I don't know continuous current deal six million bucks. And then he takes a bit of a pay cut. Yeah. Uh, or let's say. The Kings offer him five years at seven and a half. Like, which one are you doing? An LA. Extra, I'm not leaving McDavid. An extra I'm million, million and a half. There's no way, dude. LA. Uh, why? I'm playing with Sidney Crosby. Am I going to leave Sidney Crosby? No. I'm playing with the fucking best guy. Why yes, I'm but, playing with Ovechkin. Am I going to leave one of the best goal scorers of all time? I don't think so. Not if I don't have to. Like... 
I don't know. And and like it's not like he's getting a shit role on the team. Like it's it's not like he if, if if he were to do right. it, if he were to if he were to stay and sign with a nice contract, wouldn't that just solidify his role even more? Like it just shows even how more he's and, and it would and it's like especially if a guy like that were to take the pay cut, even if McDavid's getting paid way like so fucking much, doesn't it just go to show that other players can should and can do the same? Kind of like you see in Colorado, all of a sudden everyone's doing it because the top guys are, and like it's it's just impactful. Considering though that like Nuge didn't really play with McDavid that much until this year or until like the last year and a bit, like his I don't I wouldn't say his role is solidified. I I think as soon if if he went on a slump, I think third line right away, second line right away. Like there's no guarantee that he sticks on Connor's line, which is like a big thing. And then also like yeah, L A L A is a great example, Mike. Thank you for bringing that up. But like beautiful spot. Uh, up and coming team. How long did you say? Five years. Five years from now, they could easily be a contender. Um, and a million and a half more per year is like that's a lot of money. I don't know. I just think like as a player, like you don't you don't strive to ride the coattails of another great player. You strive to be a a good player as yourself. And if you think there's an opportunity to win with another team in a better city making more money where you can be your own player. I think you take that over like taking less money to appease uh, a good player and potentially win because you have a, a superstar on your team. That's just my thought. I'm so on the fence for that. Like I have, I just while what you guys have been talking. I'm like, I wonder what side I would go on. I have no idea. Yeah, it's tough. I see both sides, but I like, think I think money just isn't everything, especially these days. I don't think money is everything to these guys. No, definitely. I I think it's all about fit and stuff. I I would probably if they're both five year deals, I would probably stay with the Oilers. Hmm. I think grass anything. is always greener too, man. Like, yeah, you go to you go to a team and it sucks over there. Now what? Like, it's got to be, I think it's got to be... And you're leaving your home country, too. Go ahead. Like, two or three more years. Like, if you're looking for a tournament, it has to be, like, two or three more years than what the Oilers are offering you. Because, like, if, if if he wants a two-year deal, I think he stays in Edmonton. I don't Agreed. see... Agreed. No I don't, doubt. I don't no see doubt. why he would go anywhere else on a two-year deal. Yeah. Yeah. And then just potentially ruin his stock. Like, his, if he's taking a two-year deal, it's because I want this COVID thing to run out. I think I can still be a tank beside McDavid. Then I'm going to cash in. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I'd say better. But if you're playing on the Oilers, I don't know, better than yourself. There's no one else good on that team. Like, what are you competing with? Yeah. You're going you're to get the time. You're probably going gonna to get the minutes. You're probably going to get decent points. But, like, I don't know. They have no other Put prospects. him on L.A. You think he's going to get more points in L.A.? They have no prospects to come and take his job if he falters a little bit. No. Uh, yeah, exactly. What no about Dylan Holloway? Who? Yeah, but would he be the one that kicks Nuge out of the top six? No, no, but he could. Not this year, man. Uh, no, not this Nuge year. Nuge looks great, too. Nuge is getting better, yeah. like, every year. I don't know. I like playing I just, devil's if, advocate, if, if so that was fun. No, that's fair. But if you're McDavid, how do you let stuff like that go? That's my point. He's already got yeah. nothing. Like, I don't. I think you, you'd be absolutely ridiculous to not have a conversation with the guy. Like, if you, maybe he doesn't want him there. But I mean, like, yeah. if you like what he's bringing to the table at all, and like you want to win, and you've been there for how long, and you know the Oilers, like twenty year past here, like it's got to make you think. 
you know, maybe I should talk to this kid. Maybe we can work something out. And I think the winning way is to do what Colorado and Pittsburgh and teams like that have done. And I think yeah. if they don't, teams like in the North Division don't start doing that, it's never going to work out. Well, Calgary's kind of tried, but it's, it's not quite there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but they don't have a McDavid. I don't yeah. know. To build around. I don't know. Well, and you look at like somebody, somebody like Sid in Pittsburgh, his contract was quite a bit when he signed it. Like it was, it was a high number when he signed yeah. it. Um, but because the cap's gone up so much, like it's turned out to be like a, a very good contract for a player like Sid. Um, McKinnon, I mean, wasn't the beast that he is now when he signed his six and six and change contract, right? Like he wasn't the player that he is now. No, it was a um, very fair deal when he signed it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, like even guys like Pasternak, like Pasternak's making six and a half for the next two years. Like that's nuts. Yeah. Um, and but he he was not the player that he is now when no. he signed it. So it's it's not like it's not like these guys are uh, like superstars and thinking, hmm, like I'm gonna be really good for my team. I'm gonna take like half the money that I'm worth, and we're gonna like sign a bunch of good players, have a bunch of cap space, and go for runs. Like it was, it was like I think this is fair. Both both sides thought, okay, this is a fair deal. Uh, let's sign it. That's that's kind of right. That's kind of what I'm asking for him, though. Like, I I don't know. I just think you could take a pay cut easy. And I don't think it's a hard pitch. I don't yeah. think it's a hard pitch at all to go. Hey, man, if you think about taking this pay cut, look at all the guys we can get. We can go for in the off season. Like, otherwise, you can stay here on like the money we're gonna give you, or or test your luck somewhere else. But if I'm on Connor McDavid's team and I'm in the top six, and I'm playing pretty well, and my numbers are still going up. And I've been there since the start of my career, and it's my home country, and I'm playing in Canada, I'm playing hockey. I just find it hard to leave all that. Yeah. It is a lot. I just that's think that's fair. a lot to leave. Like, how bad would you be kicking yourself if Edmonton turned around? Can you live no, with true. that? Can you live true. with that? Because like, I, I, if I left and they, and they figured it out, I would fucking not be okay. Like, that'd be rough. Yeah. Especially to be there for so long. Sorry. No, that's okay. Uh, I Yeah, I would agree with you that it would be, like, a, a rough, like time obviously if Edmonton turns it around at the year after you left like the the story that comes to mind there is Ryan Whitney and the Pittsburgh Penguins yeah like he's he's there in the finals and they and they lose and then he's traded and they go back to the finals and they win like like heartbreaker right Uh, and he probably lives with that every day however he's counting his 50 million that he made in his career and really like yeah it hurts and it stings and he never won a cup but like he's fine he's 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 okay uh and he didn't choose to leave edmonton uh or sorry pittsburgh um for edmonton but uh that's just the way it happens right Mm -hmm. um it's just the way it goes now uh sorry i wanted to touch on like the conversation from mcdavid i don't think that is necessarily his job. You know, I, I was just going to say, too, it doesn't have to be him. I just think, yeah. like, this is a time where, like, especially a guy like Nuge, like, that's, he's, what, you know, like, your top four best players, like, yeah. four or five, you just can't fuck around. Like, no. It, can you afford to take a step back at this point in McDavid's career? At this point in the team, they do look like they're getting better. Do you really yeah. want to take a step? Want to do what the Canucks just did? Like, do you yeah. want that to happen to the Oilers, basically? And I think that's where it comes down to, like, just talk to yeah. those players that can stay and make a difference. I think that short term, short term deal, for like decent money is great. Or even like even like yeah. super short, make it a fucking I don't know, make it a one year. I don't know, like why not? Yeah, that's the thing. Like the Oilers really 
can't afford to lose Nuge if they want to continue this potential to keep going. Like they, they <laughs> really have nobody else. Like, <laughs> go on. Sorry, that's, that's, that's about it. That's, that's all I got. I yeah, no, I agree. Like they, they already aren't a team that is exciting, um, and they have Nuge. And if they were to lose him, then it kind of just sets their whole trajectory back, and they kind of they look at maybe moving McDavid or maybe moving Drysaddle or like who knows what like that looks like. But as soon as you start losing key guys there, then yeah, like moves have to be made. So, yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. but definitely tie like. Though. Yeah, agreed. The GM comes in and he makes all the points that you hit because that like that's exactly it. You need you need a guy like Nuch to stay. So And have you guys put any thought into what the divisions are gonna look like next year? Like we could have the same thing. Like have you guys Man. considered that at all? Because I, no. I even thought that, like teams that are just in the bottom half of the North Division or something. Or if they're just like, Okay, fuck it. Like like let's just start start organizing for next year because this is a wash. Like and I feel like as we go on in the season, if you start losing, like Mike said, if you go on a bad skid, it could be Calgary. Calgary loses like 10 straight. What the fuck are they going to do? Like, shuffle dudes. Like, you can't do anything else. You're not going to make it. You're not going to win 20. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. And, like, and you, they have stuff to work with. And I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I've been, my mind's been, past couple of days, I've been thinking tons about teams that aren't working or looking like I think they want to and what they're going to do to fix that because I don't know. I just think, like, there's so many different variables. There's so much to think about. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like we touched on too with Calgary. Like a team like Calgary looks really good one year and not great the next year. So if the divisions are similar, like it's almost a matter of just like waiting the year and then they used like, to have, like, seeing how they do next year. They used to have good looking contracts and stuff, but like to see how they're doing now in this division yeah. and then look at all their contracts, like all of a sudden it doesn't yeah. look as good. Cause, yeah. Because you're paying a lot of dudes... <laughs> And they're not always all showing up, and yeah, there's there's no consistency yeah. there. <clears throat> I don't know, like, dude, to be a to be a GM right now, eh? Holy fuck! Yeah, yeah, it'd be so tough. <laughs> you, have to, you have to deal with so much like unknowns normally, yeah. and then like yeah. this year, just like chucks in fifty more. Yeah, and it's just yep. oh, you could triple your staff, and you wouldn't still wouldn't be able to cover everything <laughs> coming your way. No. No. And you probably you probably had to cut your staff in half because the owners paid. Yeah, and then realistically you can't yeah. pay the bills. So. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry for going off about that, but that was really no, interesting it's all me. good. That was fun. I really enjoyed like going back and forth, and uh, like I said, I love playing the devil's advocate. So if you are ever really pissed off at me, please scream. No, at me I it love made it. sense. It made sense. All of that yeah. did both ways. Um, right on. <clears throat> We touched on it, like, I don't even know how long ago it was. Maybe f- the end of, like, five episodes ago or something like that. But the potential of the double draft, the 2021 oh, yeah. NHL oh, draft being pushed back, it, it's building steam, man. Um, Good. For anybody who missed it, they were discussing having the 2021 draft the day before the 2022 draft and having a double draft back-to-back days, seven rounds one day, seven rounds the next day. I'm all Ties for it. Ties buckled both nights. Yeah, I'm Man. all for it. <laughs> Dude, that'd be that so That is going to be so fun. I'll be traveling to it. I really hope it's not If we cool. can. Yeah, like you never know, but I don't think it would. It'd be, be a year on. and a half away. I got that much faith in humanity. Come on, boys. Yeah. Let's Vaccine, do it. Vaccines will be out, right? Bitch. 
Yeah. Holds his panel Seattle. live from the draft floor. Dude, that'd be so. We're on that. We're in that big back thing. Just. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the best the best part of that is we actually know what you were doing in the, yeah, in the yeah. time we can see you do it That's I'd be great. different I'd be different but yeah you'd see me yeah. I'd feet up yeah <laughs> feet up just fucking on my phone with a beer you guys getting this <laughs> No, I really hope we go, man. That would, what a trip that would be, and uh, man, if that's if that's if that was around the time things were like getting go- cooking and getting going again, and this vaccine was out and about, really, like, well, wouldn't that be a trip to like really get it going again? Imagine Holy how many fuck. prospects we'd see as well. Like, if it was all back oh, to normal, two years worth, yeah, two and years like, of like top ten picks. Oh, wait, does that yeah, mean dude. that the, does that mean that the first year would they be nineteen? I wonder where they'd have yeah. the draft. If it was in Canada, they all get buckled the second night. Not the second <laughs> <night>. <laughs> go go out with them all. Yeah. Just like end up at a bar and just like the whole first round is there. <laughs> yeah, be unreal. They're, they're like they're like giving they're like on the stage. They're hammered like giving the jerseys to the next guy. Yeah. Like he's drafted the next day. <laughs> oh, it's it, it's really interesting, man. Like I hope it happens. It's, fuck fuck it at this point. Fuck it. Yeah. Why yeah. not? That's a yeah. sweet man. sweet idea. Go ahead. Seattle, Seattle would be a time. It'd be great. Seattle would be, that would be that would be such a good idea. That would be. It almost makes so much sense. We should just call Gary. Call Gary, Mike, and like right. let's just tell him. Come on, Gary. <laughs> Gary, hear us out. <laughs> we, got, we got a proposition. New team in the league that needs the the fucking what's it called publicity. We're having the draft there. Let's fucking do it. Yo, I got one for you. I don't know. Okay, this is a weird thought. Just popped into my head like a couple days ago. Um, okay. If we had the Quebec Nordiques now, they'd yeah. even out. They'd even everything out, wouldn't they? All the divs would be. All the divs yeah. would be would be equal. Wouldn't uh, they? No, no they'd be. have to. They'd have to move somebody back. Yeah. Oh wait, no. No, they, be, we have, we have seven. It'd, be thir- it'd be thirty-three. Yeah. Oh, for this year, you mean teams. like just this year? Oh yeah, I guess no. Because Seattle makes idiot. thirty-two. I wasn't thinking of Seattle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Damn it. Well, if whatever. Move, we, move Arizona back to Quebec. There At least go. it wouldn't be down no. a guy. I read a report saying that they think that'll happen in the next four or five years, but yeah, I was saying that like ten years ago. I was like, Phoenix won't be there; they'll go somewhere. But I kept saying yeah. Winnipeg, then I kept saying Nordiques, and then I gave up on it. But I love that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> eventually, I'm sure they'll see it. Imagine those Boys. Quebec Montreal games. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> uh, so obviously, this this summer is the expansion draft, right? I cannot tell you how excited I am to kind of like really dive deep into that and like yeah, that would be a fun pod that episode. Uh, it's gonna be a few pods that we're gonna be talking about it because I want to talk about it now. So <laughs> uh, we're not gonna talk about it now. We're not gonna get in depth about it now. But I'm excited for it. It's gonna be great. Yeah, exact exact date is on my birthday, so that'll be a good yeah, little good so little fun. fun time. Yeah. So we're all getting together for that, right? Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah, definitely. Let's Love. live. Let's live pod it or something. Yeah, that's a great idea. Put it on the back Let's burner. Definitely, we'll decide down the road. But yeah, that's that'd be awesome. I think we could do that for sure. Live pods with our yeah. own teams made. Yeah, love it. Beautiful. All what right. else we got? Uh, I don't think I have much more. I'm Holy done. Hell. My my plate's clear. Gucci. Boys, that- it was a pleasure to look at you this entire podcast. Yeah, I gotta say, I fucking. I really say enjoyed it. Was it. Nice. Yeah, yeah, we gotta keep this up for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's a good time. Might sauce the odd. You're gonna have. Are you gonna have these? Like, can we throw the odd clip up on Insta or something? 
Oh yeah. Ooh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We'll have the recording saved. So anything like Ty rambling off the uh, the movie quotes that'll probably be up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. At Hoser's panel on Instagram, give us a follow. Yeah. Please do. Same thing Absolutely. Twitter. Getting better every week. Always building. I'll get a couple cameras soon. Yeah. I'll get an, I'll get different <laughs> angles going. You get a little. You'll get a little uh, um, what's it called? Not the. Uh, <laughs> The ultimate close-up? Fuck, I don't know. Some sort of board. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta do it right on the tooth. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, the the cameras are nice. We're definitely getting better every week. Keeping it up. And uh, yeah, we passed passed a milestone this week, boys. Episode 10. Pat yourselves on the back. Epi 10. Uh, No confetti or strippers, but... uh, It's close. We almost thought about it. Video. Not on camera. Got us excited. Yeah, not on camera, for sure. <laughs> Sorry, right, my, Mom, my, if you're listening. My, my pod note said Ty was the stripper, but I guess uh, we were... <laughs> I had strippers on my screen this entire time. I thought you were like, No? No. Oh, cinnamon. I'll talk to you later. Okay, never... <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding, obviously. Uh, okay, I gotta say goodbye to uh, Dusty Gooch here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dusty R. Gooch signing off. <laughs> oh god! But yeah, does that do it for this week, boys? We that wrapping was, it up. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Thanks, What's fellas. It's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure, Raheem. Keep on those picks, everybody else. Yeah, don't forget there. about Hoser's pick of the day. Uh, man, it's a blast. Mike, uh, fuck off with your two wins in one week. That's just bullshit there. Too much, too much, Mike. Three this week coming, I hear it. Yeah, (laughs) here we go. Uh, And yeah, thanks, fellas. Have a good week. Enjoy hockey. Yeah, if you're new too, don't forget to throw us a follow on Instagram or Twitter. podcast in general. Yeah, Yeah. Hoser's panel, we're all over, boys. Next week, week, uh, I think we're coming out Monday. One day early. Oh, yeah, be early next week. Good catch. So yeah, watch for that. Be coming out Monday morning. Yep. Yep. yep wicked. Um, and yeah, feel free to leave us a rating on like any of the podcast apps or whatever. We appreciate those. We want to see those come in. So, uh, right on. Yeah, it helps. Chirp us anytime. Message us. DM me. Raheem, DM me. Beauty. Absolute fucking stud. I'm going to kill him and hold his pick of the day. But I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate the shout out. Always, always glad to hear from any of you. So, yeah, totally. We love Definitely. the interaction. It's so fun. So, Anything for the fans, you know? Anything for the fans. Yep. But anyway, that's <laughs> right all on. for me. I'm good. Right on, fellas. I'm good, too. Yeah, good stuff. Good pod. Okay. See you next week. Smell you in Epi 11. Peace out. Go Bolts.